two, one. And we're back. Another episode of Top Shoppers Podcast. We're doing a late show tonight. Um, super excited. I hope everyone else who's been a long-time listener is. We're up to three sponsors now. And uh, needless to say, 2021's been an awesome year for that. And really wasn't expecting it. So let's go through it. Monarch Social. Listen, if you guys are looking to step up your business, whether that be you want to start scaling it or you want to get it cleaned up and professional, Monarch Social is the way to go. From PPC, website design and building, SEO, which if you guys aren't on the SEO bandwagon, you really need to be, all the way down to posting. And I'm telling any YouTube, Twitch partner, if you want to get some solid posts and some real engaging posts, Monarch Social is the way to go. Go check, go check them out at monarchsocialbrand.com. Second, you guys saw Jason a couple weeks ago, Dark Prime Collectibles. The new Magic the Gathering remastered set, Time Lapse, just came out. Go head up to Dark Prime Collectibles, they're up in Clearfield, and pick up your booster box. And hang out. You're not only going to find a bunch of cool people, but honestly, you'll find a whole bunch of different nostalgic items. The first time I went up there, I saw action figures that I grew up with action figures that my dad talked about like the wide the variety there is amazing so that's dark prime collectibles up in clearfield utah they also have an online store so if you don't want to go in person yet you can shop online order it they'll have it delivered last but not least happiest you guys are familiar with them happiest med premium cbd that's not going to break the bank they have a product for everyone and i'm still i've read up i've got my second dose of their number four uh, makes me feel good. I've been using I've been using Happiest products every day. I don't know where my little bottle is. Just kidding. Just kidding. Can't grab it. Number two. Sorry. Broad Spectrum. Use it every day. Love it. Go check them out. Happiestmed.com. Um, my cat's gonna be a guest, but it's Happiestmed.com, and uh, you can check them out on Facebook as well. Our uh, Mr. Miyagi. You've seen him a couple times. He's a guest tonight. But, Ryan, you're back. I am back. It's been what? A couple months now? Probably three. We did the one with Kyle. Kyle. That was the one. I think that was the last one we did. And then, yeah, because you came on by yourself. We talked about archaeology. And all sorts of other things. Yeah, all sorts of other things. And we had Kyle on, which was... It, that was that was, that was a good show. That was a good episode because... You know, we were talking about him prior to him coming on, like just me and you on the, yeah. you know, me and you shooting the shit about life. And yeah. <laughs> it was a trip, but it was one of those episodes where I was like, it's good to know, like, I don't know, like, I, it's not that I assume people fell down certain paths, yeah. but it was good to see like someone where I was like, I don't know what Kyle would be like as an adult. And he's very productive and, yeah, you know, yeah, I was living a good life from the last things i heard of him i was actually rather rather impressed yeah he did he did did great yeah i was impressed too and it was cool to be like it's just cool to reconnect with old friends friends and be like man we still need to get eric on the show i would love to even if it's a zoom call yeah that'd be fun talk to him about a month ago i think yeah how's he doing good yeah um, i don't really remember much of our conversation but he, he seemed good yet? yeah he's got one one Man. married and has one little little eric running around yeah that's an interesting thought so that, that that's the one thing that's kind of been blowing my mind is like 
You know, you remember Manuel, he just, he just, had, he just had a kid. Yeah, yeah just I have him on kid. Snapchat, so I see that one all the time. Yeah, a little adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's weird to start thinking that, you know, the people we grew up with are, like, really starting families. I'll, I'll be honest. Driving down this road tripped a lot of memories from yeah. high school. Yeah, because, I mean, there were a bunch of people I hung out with on this road. Yeah. So. Yeah, this whole neighborhood down here is still, like, I still love going up to Mills Park and just, like, walking around or... I'm trying to get back into longboarding, and that's not going well, but... Hey, longboarding's a good one. <laughs> yeah, longboarding's a good one, but it's just such a nostalgia trip, and I was just telling um, my fiance I don't know if it was my fiance or one of my new friends, that the Lee Kubik story where he fucking booted that rat when we were all together. Just, like, <laughs> such weird, like... Weird occurrences. Yeah, like, that was such a weird day that... Because you were there. I was. And that was me, you, Eric Lee... Maybe Cody? Nah, I I didn't hang out with Cody a lot. I didn't either. Maybe it was just us. So for those of you who want to hear the story, so we had just recently, was that the potato launcher day? No, because it's the, actually it might have been, it might have been that later that night we did the same thing, but I don't, I don't think we and Eric were there for that. Okay. So we were walking, we, I, at the time I lived down in Woods Cross, Utah, and, uh, we, we're walking up the street. We're going to go to the park and play football or basketball or something then? I think we're going to play football, yeah. Yeah. We're going to play some tag football, I believe. And uh, <laughs> we see these people in this house, like, screaming. And they're like, get it. And I was like, what the hell? And next thing you know, we see this, like, giant rat. Like, and I'm not talking, like, a little fucking, like, mouse. Think New York State rat. <laughs> yeah, that thing they're, was... They're, they're, uh, they're cat-sized. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a beef boy. And without <laughs> hesitation, our friend at the time, Lee, goes over and just boop, boots that rat. Punts it like a football. <laughs> <laughs> like, 20 yards. And we're like, what the hell is going on? And those people were like, yeah, we got him. And I just, I want to know what... We should go back and, like, try and talk to those people and be like, you guys remember that rat? I wonder if they still live there. Because that was just so weird. Hey, what's up, chat? Nick? You looking for a wife? Hey, come on, my guy. I'll take sweet care of you. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Stingray? Deej? Hope you guys are doing well. Um, yeah, that, Lee's doing pretty good with his life, too, from what I understand. You know, Lee was... There's people that I remember growing up with that I really looked up to. Lee was one of them. Yeah. Because, like, sh- pretty straight edge, straight arrow, all the way through high school, like, had a plan, yeah. stuck with it, but was also really good at wrestling, like, took that pretty serious. Came and did our stats for our junior jazz. Yeah, league. did the stats. That was pretty cool. Went and went right to college like he planned and went into his career that he... Yeah, communications. Yep, that yeah. he wanted. And oh. he, I think he still does stuff with sports, right? Yeah, he does. So, I mean, it's just... He, he's in Arizona, I believe. Is he? Yeah. So, Eric's out in Florida. Uh, yeah. And then Lee's in Arizona. Yeah. I wonder... Remember their sister, right? The little sister? Katie. Yeah. I wonder... How old would she be nowadays? She was... She'd be 16, I think. Or oh. close to. That makes me sick. Yeah. I remember going over there and she'd call me Big B. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. She was eight, seven or eight when we were hanging out. So, and it's been about eight or so years yeah, since then. So, I, that'd be my guess. Sixteen yeah. or seventeen. Man, that's crazy to me. Yeah, that's insane. 
It really is. I tried telling this to maybe it was chat not too long ago. Like when you're when you're like 15 through like 18, like it seems like time's really slow. Yeah. Because you're doing shit like high school isn't what anyone really wants to do. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> that's like, for sure. You can make high school fun, but no one wants to wake up and go to school. And even like those first couple of years out of high school, you're like trying to find yourself mm-hmm. and like figure out what you want to do. Dude, after that, like 21 plus, time flies. Yeah, same thing every day, right? Yeah, same thing every day. And like, yeah, I, I was having that issue in a, before I changed careers, actually. No? Yeah, a lot more so than now. That's good. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where like we don't want to get into routine, right? Because like routine is one of those things where next thing you know, you're 40 and you're like, and I haven't even le- like left Utah in like 20 years, you know? And then, yeah, but, but routine's good for a lot of things. I just don't know that balance is, it's a hard one. Yeah. I mean, that is life. Yeah. Figuring it out. Yeah. Especially with COVID and everything. I mean, traveling has been kind of a, a bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, the last thing that I was able to go do was, uh, me and my fiance went up to, uh, I always forget the name. Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. Yeah. And I texted you when you up there. So fucking. <laughs> your memory is like. <laughs> I, I'm jealous. Um, yeah, Jackson Hole, and that was the last like any like traveling I did, and even that was. Jackson Hole is very. I always get my politics mixed up, but they were very uh, meh about masks and stuff. Mm. So like you still had to wear them to go into stores, but people were still like. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, that was the last thing where I was like, really went out because, what are you gonna go do? Yeah, there's not a lot to do, especially during like winter times, like where we live. If you don't ski or snowboard, you just where are you gonna go? <laughs> you know, I, that's uh, close. I found a couple hobbies to keep up my time. Yeah, yeah, archery and bowling. I knew you were doing bowling. Yeah, so a friend of mine who's actually plays magic as well. Okay. Um, we he's been an archer for like 17 years. And oh, wow. he's like, come shoot bows. And I was like, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed that when I was a Boy Scout, so why not? And now I'm uh, doing that every weekend. <laughs> Do you plan on, like, hunting, or you just like the archery uh, aspect? I like bull. I like the target aspect. Um, I, I'm thinking about doing elk, maybe, because I do enjoy elk meat. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a far cry from shooting a target that yeah. doesn't move. And yeah. trying that and, sneaking up on things what's weird is like i've actually gone through a weird mindset shift when it comes to stuff like that i was never anti-hunter by any stretch neither was i but i wasn't necessarily like yeah go and do it but yeah i mean i've hunted once it was an okay experience yeah it was just pheasant hunting with a shotgun so i mean it wasn't and it was like super super like as close to glamping slash like hunting or whatever you want to call it, right? Hunting because it was at a, uh, a hunting club. They released the birds the day before. Oh, okay. They so. were chicken feed like fed or like uh, corn fed, and then you had uh, dogs with you. So all it was oh, is like yeah, a stroll yeah. with a shotgun, yeah. <laughs> and this bird randomly flew out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what's weird is I actually changed a lot of my minds watching meat eaters. Have you ever doubted that show? I've heard that's a good show. My cousin actually wanted me to watch that. So, 
I heard about Meat Eater through a lot of people, the same way a lot of people did, which was Rogan. And the show's made and I think directed by Steve Ranella, who is a hunter. Like, that's just his mm-hmm. career. And I don't know if it's the way that he is or the way that he is able to explain how he looks at hunting, but it completely changed my whole entire mindset on it. Hmm. Like, it's so much more... I I don't like the word spiritual, but the way that he makes it is much more of him bonding with nature instead of like, hey, brother, let's go out there and wrangle us some meat. Like, it's not, it's not about that. And like... Yeah. You know, he goes and argues with these people who are saying that he's killing, and he's all like, I bet you a million dollars that I know more about those elk than you do. I'm yeah. out there with them all the time. Yeah. I know how they act. I know their personalities. And he's like, it just like, the way that he talked about it, I was like, man, that really makes me way more interested. Yeah. And a lot of it is like the people you go with. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a lot of the different yeah. activities, but... For sure, that one. that is one of them, for sure. Hey, Wes, I'm getting a new chair. Want me to bring one of the extras over tomorrow? Yes, please, Deej. That would be appreciated. I would, uh, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I've only ever been urban hunting. I don't know what urban hunting means. Ever been urban hunting? Is that like... Pheasant? Yeah, it might be like pheasants. kind of a similar thing I, I did. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, one of my cousins, he... Uh, he like backpacks ten miles in and then carries his elk out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I uh, I talked to Cody. You you we all went to still with Cody Staley. He was on a week ago. Cody Staley. Okay, I was thinking the other Cody. Um, what's his name? Samuelson. Thank you. Yeah. No, I I haven't talked to Samuelson since high school. Good. No, Staley was friends with, uh, like, Sheldon. And I, 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 yeah. I, I remember who he is. I just, I just... Um, and he's a big hunter, too. And talking to him, too, I was like, he has a good mindset about it as well. And I was just, it's interesting, like, hey, what's up, Go Eagles? I, uh, I don't know. I don't, I couldn't do it right now. There's no way. There's no way I could backpack in 10 miles and backpack out a fucking... 300 yeah like 300 pounds of elk meat like there's no way but it's definitely a goal that is worth working towards in my eyes yeah yeah no i mean a lot of it for me is like what do you plan on using it for if you're just out there to kill something like what's the what the hell's the point exactly and i'm definitely more i want to be able to have that moment where i eat my own me yeah like, i know that's weird but oh, like sounds so it good just, right now something about that where you're like man i I bet it makes the food better. Even if you don't know how to cook well, <laughs> like if you grill up your own steak on like the fucking grill and you're like, yeah. wait, I, I went out, I put in the work to get this. I Sense brought it back and I'm cooking man. it. <laughs> oh, what's up? What's up, Atticus? My boy. Uh, wouldn't it be better number wise to urban hunt by releasing more cats in the neighborhood? Do they kill? <laughs> I don't want to get into that. <laughs> There's a cat chilling in front of me and it gets sad even thinking about him dying. So let's talk. You are now full time coding. Yes. You love it? I do. Uh, it definitely is a challenge, which is the point. Because mm-hmm. at my previous job, I mean, even so, previous company, I guess, because I, I guess I've had two jobs at this current company, but uh, 
my previous company, I mean, I was just running a loader in a mine. So right. I didn't really have much of a challenge. It honestly wasn't hard to do my daily job. I, yeah, it, it wasn't hard. Uh, and I looked over at this, uh, the other loader hand that was working with me. He's a 68, he's probably 70 now. Um, and I was looking over and I was just like, you know, if I blink, I'm going to turn into that. And I'm, I'm not sure I'd be happy with that life. Not that his life is any less important or as cool as mine. I mean, no. he, he's an amazing dude. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoy that guy. But I just looked over and I was like, you know, he's been running a loader for 40 years. And he makes $3 more an hour than I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't, I don't think I can stomach that for the rest of my life. That's That's kind of the same exact thing that happened to me is like, I just, you know, I'm, I'm super happy with this new venture I'm in and it's very challenging, but I, I can see the big rewarding potential, mm. but it's, it's that challenge, right? Is like, that's what makes it enjoyable is like, it's not just go in and do the same thing every day and then go home with a paycheck. Like, and I get it. Like, there's a lot of people who love that yeah. and I'm not bashing that at all. Like, yeah. I, I wish at my core, I was happy with that. Yeah. You know, I wish that I was happy with like going working for a company and like not having like just being able to make that steady paycheck and like, you know, advance in the world and whatnot. <laughs> but uh you know, I I like something a little bit more I don't know. Like you like you're really earning your money. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of it is like mentally challenging. It's like I just felt like I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Um I, I mean, in the year and a half I worked in that mine, I went from a water truck driver, which is the lowest paid job and like lowest skill wise, all the way to their lead loader operator. Right. Well, okay, not lead. I mean, I was one of their l operators that could do operate any of their machines. Right. Essentially, so I went from essentially nothing to one of their higher ups running the machinery. So it's like okay, and I did that in a year. Well, this next year, what, what's the, where's the rate? Like, where, where's the room to grow the next right. year? Like, I'm already at one of the top positions. I don't, I don't. Yeah. So, I decided to quit. It was an unfortunate timing to quit, but it, well, it worked. Um, was that right when COVID hit? So, or? I quit in February 12th last year. And then I started, yeah. I started my class, I think it was February 14th or 15th. And about halfway through it was when the major shutdown was. Yeah. Went down. So we went from in-person class, which is the reason why I picked the coding school I did, and went to online. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, it was good. I, I did not enjoy the online as much as I did in the in-person, but it was good. Uh, then from there, it was, I, I got a job at a, one of my family members' companies as a service technician. And it was a good job. Yeah. Um, was not what I wanted to do, especially right after spending so much money on a coding class. Uh, but it, I mean, I took it. It, it, it was a job, needed the money. Mm -hmm. And then it had also offered the opportunity to move into the coding part of the job. So about two months ago, I moved full-time into coding. Yeah, congratulations. And it's crazy, but fun. I am currently developing a UI for a robot. Oh, I mean that, see, I hear stuff like that and I'm just like, 
I bet not only are you super excited to work on that, but I bet it's so much more rewarding. Because, like, it is super cool. Seeing, like, the progress. Yeah. It, we, uh, we, we're moving very quickly, but it was, it's fascinating. Like, yeah. what, what, what I'm doing, I, I really enjoy it. And the really cool part is all, I, I'm one of two, one of three junior devs on the team. So all of the other eight people on my team are all senior devs that have been doing this for 20 years. Mm. So it's just like, they're just like fonts of knowledge. It's it's amazing. I, I really enjoy it. Having those like mentors. Oh like yeah. People who you can just pick their brain because they've been doing it is just. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Uh, what's up, Stay of the Outdoors? We were just talking about you, my guy, like two minutes before you showed up. Um, the robot looks like Wally. I'm all. Oh, if the robot. It's a little bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> By that, I mean it weighs 19,000 pounds. So it, I don't know if you can talk about it, but what is it that you're. Um, so I work in the sod industry, so it is actually a mower. Okay. So you're, you're programming like the actual, like how it functions? No. I uh, we have a couple of roboticists that are doing that. Oh, okay. But yeah, fascinating. Yep. I mean, it's just I look at coding as one of those fields too. Like, I mean, we talked about this a little yeah, bit, a little where bit. you know, as robots get better and better and better, mm -hmm. jobs are going to disappear more and more and more. Yeah. All someone's always got to code. It's true. It is very true. You know, I unless they're. The only thing I could ever see is that a point where the robots can code, but I don't think that's going to be in our lifetime. Uh, I mean, we're at the very fringes of it at the moment, I think. I mean, there are, like, GitHub bots and uh, other things like that, but... Right. <laughs> Terminator with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it it's it's got wheels. It does have blades on it, so, I mean... Let's have that nerd talk. Do you think there ever really will be a point in time where robots get, like, to a point where they can understand what they are? Mm. Like, as in, like, a, I don't want to say consciousness, because that would be... I doubt it will be in the next 20 years. Yeah. I mean, AI, yes, as um, Bebert says there, AI can do basic coding. The drive for a lot of it, though, like, AI-wise... It's just not there yet. I mean, it, there are some amazing things going on with AI. Don't right. get me wrong. But I, I don't think we're going to get there in the next 20 years. And then, I mean, from there on, I have no idea what's going on. I mean, look at where we were 20 years ago. Yeah, no. So that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I honestly, it could be. Who knows? That's the weirdest thing is to even look back. Like, okay, when we, when we were in junior high, right, South Davis, I yeah. mean, it's tough to think about. Yeah, those are some rough days. I was, I was, talking, I was actually talking to Staley Outdoors about this, like just kind of like junior high and high school and stuff. Like, when did when did you get your first cell phone? I was a weird kid and got mine in fifth grade. Oh, you got one young, young. The, and I'll, there's a story behind okay, why I got that. So when I was in fifth grade, my my father, I grew up, He when I was growing up, he ran an excavation company. So he had all of his employees had work radios that were cell phones at the same time. They were these Nextel. I mean, they were bricks. Yeah. They were this big. They had three options to communicate. You could text somebody, you could radio them, or you could call them. And he's like, hey, I have an extra radio, and gave it to me and my sister. Mm. Well, me being in fifth grade, I was like, yeah, my sister don't need that. So <laughs> I just pretty much took it. 
but the problem for me was is there were three people I could talk to on that. I could radio one of my okay, there were more than three people because one of the options was all of my dad's employees, which I didn't know right. enough to t- I didn't want to talk to them. I could radio my dad. Perfect. Or I could talk to my mom or stepdad. <laughs> so it's just like there's there's like only like three or four options. Because there were two people in my elementary school that had phones. Oh, it yeah. was me and one other person. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, who are you going to call? Like... There was nobody to talk to. <laughs> so, when did you get your first smartphone? Oh, when I get my first smartphone? Uh, probably junior year of high school. Junior year of high school. I think that was... Uh, sophomore or junior year. I don't remember which. I'm trying to think when I got mine. Because I remember I got like a brick in seventh grade yeah and then i got a flip phone and then i got like a push phone yeah, and then you i had, kept... you had that like weird slide push one that was like this thick right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, did. That, yeah. I remember that the orange one <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly one and then i had the envy that was orange yes flipped yes, up like yes. This and had the full keyboard oh i remember buying that off of ebay oh really <laughs> yeah that's where i bought that from <laughs> and, and, and at some point i i remember getting an ipod like an iPod Touch, and that was really big. Yeah, because yeah. that's when you could actually like connect. Yeah, I always wanted a Touch because I got an iPod, like the original iPod that had the little wheel. Yeah, yeah, still. yeah. Yeah, I still have that thing. That barely works. But... Yeah, I have mine yeah. too. It's... But yeah, I've always, I always wanted a Touch because everybody's like, "Oh, we're playing games on it." Yeah. I was like over here with like Brick Breaker. I was like, mm, <laughs> "Big Brick Breaker works." <laughs> um, and then I don't remember when I made the jump to smartphone. To be honest with you, it was in, I think it was high school or maybe ninth grade. And I got the first Galaxy phone. I've okay. never had an iPhone or an Apple. I never, I never have either. Aside from like iPods. And I just remember that being like such a weird moment because like in the moment, I didn't think anything of it. But looking back, it was like, damn, we have everything on our phone now. Yeah. And it, I don't know, even like, let's go back even further. Like, because you've always been into computers. Yeah. The shit we were using in like, elementary no no no. we don't even have to go back that far let's go back to carter's class yeah you carter's were, class did, were you in the class where we built computers yeah. and then played wow on it or yeah. world of warcraft oh a plus computer oh, that there. was amazing yeah <laughs> remember the zune yeah yeah, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> yeah um, no we were in uh so for those of you who went to woods cross high school me and ryan and i took a plus plus computer maintenance and repair, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what. And basically, it was a year long class where we would go in and we would learn <laughs> pretty much how to fix, repair, and then a little bit of basics and networking. Uh, and then we essentially built a desktop out of pretty much junk parts. parts yeah, yeah I mean, spare they, parts from other computers, computers in the school. Yeah, that was a fun day. I that's one thing that I definitely regret. I regret not going and taking the certification for the A plus plus. I did take the certification and did not pass. That's what she. I remember she pulled me aside and I think one other kid aside, and they were like, "Hey, like, because like most of the kids just fucked off. Like, yeah. there was I think you studied. There was one other kid who studied, and then there was like three of us who were like, we knew what we were doing, but we weren't like yeah. super, like, we didn't study a lot." And I remember her <clears throat> pulling us aside and was kind of like, you guys can take it, but, like, I don't know the odds of you passing. And then when yeah. you didn't pass, I was like, I'm not going to fucking pass. There's yeah, no way. <laughs> I, I didn't study a whole lot. I should have done more, but 
I, I, I'm fine that I didn't pass that, yeah. honestly, because that class is completely useless to me right now. Yeah. I learned... Okay, maybe not completely. I learned some things that I have used now, but most of it was is my excitement about computing. Yeah. Like, or computers, not computing, sorry. Uh, but, I mean, like, all of the stuff we fixed, because it was all on Windows XP. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's completely even, useless now. <laughs> even thinking about Windows XP... Oh, you remember Vista? Me neither. Uh, no, do you remember remember Millennium? Yeah. God, neither do I. Yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. No, no, no. no, I don't remember it. Uh, so uh, I had a, actually that was my first gaming PC it was a Windows Millennium computer. Oh my god. And the I remember the day it died. It was in a game of Civ three with thirteen other bots and me. And I had barely learned how to play this game, so I was on this. I was playing on Archipelago, yeah. playing on this. I had this tiny island, and I was like in the Iron or Steel Age, and I'm sitting here watching Ironclads go past my oh. island, and I was like, I am so toast. And then, <laughs> like four hours into this game, the whole computer seized up, and the hard drive died. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I remember the first. So like, my dad and I have always been into gaming. And computer gaming specifically. And I remember the first time we got like an actual like gaming rig, mm. like gaming rig in parentheses. And that bitch ran like, man, Warcraft 3 Frozen thrown at like 30 frames. And that was like, that was a beautiful. That was like bees knees at the time. Like we were like, we were dominating Warcraft 3 because we could just see all the frames. And now oh, I look back weird. and I'm like, Damn, we can run Call of Duty that looks like a movie now at like 160 frames, you know. Or you can run Warcraft 3 on your phone. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have any issues. Not that you, I mean, you can program it too. But. Well, that's the other thing. They're going to release, well, Diablo 2 is getting remastered. Mm -hmm. but they're I gonna, hope they don't mess it up like they did Warcraft 3. They are because they're not giving, they're just giving us the expansion. They're not giving us full, or excuse me, Diablo 2. They're only giving us Diablo 2's expansion. Well, they're not even doing the base game? I don't That's think so. What? Uh, That's what I heard. Because I was why, like, why did Activision ever buy you? Because <laughs> they have the best IPs to remake. Warcraft Three could have been the Starcraft. biggest thing to remake. The original Starcraft, they kind of did, but not really. Starcraft Two is nothing like the first one. Well, they remastered Starcraft One, but it just didn't. It, it wasn't. A, it was just an graphics HD update. remake. It was yeah. just an HD remake. Which War I, I'll take that over the Warcraft Three one. I'll 100 percent take that over they, Warcraft Three. They shit on Warcraft Three, and Warcraft Three to me was like one of the first games I actually got into. Where I was like, man, I can play this against other people, and I was decent at it, and I was super pumped for them to bring it back, and then it just shit the bed. <sighs> yeah. I, Diablo Two. If they rebrought Diablo Two with HD graphics and just gave the full game again. And maybe online compatibility, if like you and I wanted to play, that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. They had that, but it was difficult. Yeah. That would sell like hotcakes, but they're giving us like Lords of Chaos expansion. Okay. And I'm like, uh, it's still fun. I'm still going to get it. But I, I would want it. No? <sighs> no. They, they burned me too well with uh, Warcraft 3. Yeah. I heard, I didn't, I didn't end up buying it because of the early beta reviews. And then I was going to wait and see if they got it fixed. And I've heard that they've kind of worked some kinks out. But I'm like, you're like you're like a year late. You guys just don't. Yeah. 
Who was it but that brought StarCraft and downloaded it on the Woods Cross computers in senior year? All of us. May or may not have been me. <laughs> yeah. I had a flash drive of it for sure. I, I 100% had WoW, or not WoW, uh, Warcraft 3, Frozen Throne, and StarCraft both on a flash drive yep. that were both cracked. Yep, and then I so had... So you can, I, I put it on most of the computers in one of the computer labs. Yep, and then I had, or someone brought Civ... And then I also brought. I think that was me. And then I had a Civ flash drive from somebody. Okay. And then I got a StarCraft st- or flash drive from somebody. Yeah, I think I gave you StarCraft. Yeah. I don't remember. I got. Thank you for yeah. all the great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Civ is class. Yeah, Civ three was my favorite. Cause someone, it was in senior year that uh, that gaming coding class that we were supposed to be in that turned mm-hmm. into Wildcat TV. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's where I got, because we had you took that class. Did that's where we were playing just assloads of Warcraft three. I I straight up I I believe we did that for nerds. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll not contend to that one at all. But uh, yeah, we just came back. We it was it was right after lunch, wasn't it? Right right before it, wasn't it? Two periods. Yeah, and we would, and we pretty much just sat down with like everybody in class and just played like eight man Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> like hey. it was me, you, Belcher was in it, Jeff, and then uh, man, I miss Jeff. Nick. I hope he's doing good. Oh, uh, what the hell's his last Bradshaw? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you hear about him? No, he got arrested. Oh shit! By the FBI for child pornography. I mean, that's fucked up, but I'm not, like, super surprised. Uh, yeah, no comment on that one. But, yeah, sorry. Just the, the random side. But, uh, yeah. That, Jen- wait. Hold on, hold on. Keep talking. Nick what? Nick Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Okay. Keep talking. I'm going to uh, look up to see if this is the kid I think it is. Okay. Uh, then we had, there was, oh, who else was in that class? I think that was the first time Jeff Belter told me he was part of Anonymous. <laughs> at one point in time i can't remember if it was him or not though uh let's see who who else was in that class man uh jess perry was in that class was he yeah he sat next to me not him right i don't know any of those people i don't know <laughs> you know i'll see if i can find it real quick um but yeah that, that was that was a good class i enjoyed that one not surprisingly, there's a lot of Nick Bradshaws in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a fucking... If you're going to name a white guy in Utah, Nick Bradshaw is probably it. Um, No, that class was fun. I just remember Carter completely gave up. Yeah. And yeah. that's why they merged it with the Wildcat TV. You know who else was in that class? Mm. James Loftus and Joey. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were in yeah, that yeah, class. Yeah, that's right. Because you want to know the only reason why I remember that was my speech. Do you remember that day? The most nerdy shit that I've ever said in my life. People were talking about gaming and how it was a waste of time. And I stood up and said, what, I can't remember what I said. I was like, is it any more of a waste of time than like an old man working on a car in his garage? Like we're doing the same exact thing. We're spending money. No, sorry. It's a, Yeah, I, I don't remember your speech, but I do remember you, like, getting up and talking about it. Yeah, I was mad. 
I'll see if I can find it for you. There was someone else who actually just got in trouble too. Who's um, that? I don't know. He looked like a fucking. Yeah. Hey, thank you for the follow, Staley. Appreciate that, my guy. Um, there we go. No, it's Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was like 2018. Wasn't expecting that. That's not the person I thought it was. Oh, okay. Who do you think it was? I don't know. Someone else. Okay, fair enough. But that, that kind of blows my mind. I mean, fuck him, obviously, but... Yeah, he, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was, sorry, random aside, I just thought of that when we brought up that class, no, there was, was a, in that class. There was so. a kid who got busted recently that we went to school with. God, and I just, I don't know how to explain him. He hung out with, like, kind of a weird crowd. He had blue hair at one point. Is his first name Sam? I don't want to say yes or no, I can't remember. Anyways, it, he he went to school with us, and he got busted on that. I think it was actually like, like fake charges, like doing oh. things. Oh yeah, I mean he got, so he he paid twenty seven hundred dollars for child pornography, and then also got arrested for uh, soliciting a minor. So it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know what ended up happening with his case or not, but I just saw that one day on KSL, and I was like, oh, fuck. what the hell? <laughs> you remember the one kid in that class that actually made a video game? Uh, oh, what's his name? Kid who was super duper smart. It was uh, Peter, no, Peter Gates is his older brother. No, Robert, no, Robert Gates was in the other class. Yeah, A++ Robert, plus with us, that's right. Yeah. Um, so it was Charles. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his last name right now. Marcus Charles, there we go. Yeah. Marcus, uh, I haven't seen him in years. I just remember because we all were doing, we all had a code, kind of code. We had a program we used to build video games. Yeah, it was a... Uh, Mm, I have the book of it still. Yeah. He built a whole game, though, from, like, a side-scroller game from ground up in that class. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time Jess Perry and I went up to Weaver State for a week-long gaming, or gaming coding thing? Yeah. Uh, and I told you about that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, when it happened, because I was like, fuck, I wanted to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. We were, we were trying to get you to go, but I don't remember. You had something that week or something like that that you couldn't go or something like that. I was working. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I... I was one of those ones that I worked all through high school, which, Same. you know, looking back, I, I do kind of regret it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because, like, I just... Yeah, I mean, I had two jobs in my senior year. Yeah. I worked at Subway and Discount Tire. Yeah. Speaking of Discount Tire, one of their shirts. <laughs> Shouts out Discount Tire. Um, well, this is actually one of their shirts they gave me. But... <laughs> I, I don't know. It's weird to think, because, like, obviously you can't take things back, but... I do kind of wish that I didn't work as much in high school and would have done more, like, I don't know. I didn't go to any dances. I went to three or four. I'll be honest, you weren't missing much. Yeah, I know, but, like... I had... Actually, I had two dances that were really fun. Yeah, that's that's the thing. One, like, one was with Itze. Nice, yeah. I she asked her. me. Uh, and then the other one was Taylor Strong. Yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah. Well, I went to school with her since like kindergarten. So she lives down the street. That was one of the people I thought of when I came yeah. here. Um I try to take her out on a date too. I dated her for a bit. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah. She was like she was also the nerd. Like mm -hmm. the hidden nerd. Yeah, because she played a lot of Zelda. Yeah. We had a lot of hidden nerds. Yeah, she's she's married now. Uh, Good for her. 
actually owns a business from what I understand. Really? Yeah, she owns a dog like grooming place here in North Salt Lake. That's good. So yeah. That's the last I've heard of her. So. Yeah. That's the thing is like I, I so I've been throwing around the idea of actually hosting or like throwing like a ten year anniversary. I think they're gonna do one. Yeah, but the five year one I heard was dog shit. Mm, that's fair. Who's gonna do the ten year one? Technically, the SBA or SBO is supposed to, or student body president, or whatever. Well, fuck them. Just kidding. If you're listening, don't fuck you guys. But like, I I honestly didn't. I I thought about going to the five year, but I didn't end up I, going. I talked to the couple people who went to the five year, and they say it was awful. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool. going to the ten year for sure. I'll go with you. But like, someone needs to do it right. And we'll see what happens. If we, even if we do like an after party, yeah, we, we can make it our own way if we need. Yeah, I was thinking maybe doing something like that, renting out like Sky's Bar, Sky Bar downtown. And... Yeah, let's see what the fucking pandemic situation is. All right. <laughs> Hopefully we're. Uh, I mean, we said that what six months ago. Oh yeah, we'll be out of this. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. I mean, it's looking better, but we're still not fully out of the hey man we can get vaccines on the 24th of this mm-hmm. month strange i have to sign up for them but we'll never would have thought at some point in my life where we would have gone through something as crazy as this i keep having this conversation with people like 2020 will be a year that they will the always study in history now same thing same thing with uh the 1920s yeah yeah, we're, you know, we're legit seeing the same exact thing. That's why everyone's so scared of like the market crashing. Yes. There's been so many goddamn similarities. Now we're we actually, got... actually in the exact same boat right now. Yeah. Especially now we... with GameStop. <laughs> yeah. And now we got some now we got some uh crypto that's like throwing the market in a whole bunch of weird loops and God, seriously. To the moon boys. You got some GameStop? I got Doge. <laughs> Lots of Doge. <laughs> I thought about buying a bit of that. Lots of Doge. No, I, I actually got put on Doge a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either by Forrest or someone that I followed where it was like a joke. Mm-hmm. It was like, did you know there's Dogecoin? I'm like, so when Dogecoin got put on a Robin Hood, it was at, it was less than a penny. Yeah, oh, it's still significantly less than a penny no it's it's like five cents now okay yeah so last time i looked it was like a seventh of a penny yeah so i bought <laughs> i bought like i don't remember 20 or thirty thousand when it was less than a penny oh, that's not bad. so then i made like six or seven gram when it went up to like seven or eight cents i've been holding because if it get effort ever does get to a dollar make like a cool 30 grand without really doing anything yeah, but yeah, soldier doge. You gotta hold strong till we get to the moon, baby. <laughs> I thought about buying a bit of it. No, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't. My my knowledge of crypto and blockchain, all that stuff, is not not strong enough to be able to tell people what is good and what is bad. Like it's just, I think it's funny, and I look at crypto the same way I look like when I go to Wendover. Yeah, I take money. I take money that I'm planning on losing. Yeah. You know, and I, dude. Speaking of Wendover, did you remember the birthday that we all came over and played poker with you? Yeah, that kicked all your asses. Yeah, that I gave you all the money. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. That was an emotional day where I was like, man, 
I just got reamed by. I was, I was getting beat by everyone, and then you took it home, and then you're like, here. Yeah, it was only like what thirty bucks or yeah. something like that. But and then we watched. Uh, we watched like some funny movie that was like a date, like some guy was dating some girl. The Fifty First Dates? No. That's a funny movie. The girl next door. Oh yeah, I think it was girl. So much Something that. Like that, yeah. Because yeah. we were like, man, there might be tits in it. <laughs> I think that was <laughs> exactly what we were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it was you, me, Eric Lee. I don't remember. Is it, was that it? Yeah, I think that was it. Just the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a good night. We had a strong group of friends. It was good. You really think about it. Like, I talked to like a lot of other people, and I'm like, you guys didn't have that many strong friends, did you? Yeah. Like, our group was pretty tight for quite a while. Up until, like, graduation. Uh, yeah. Senior year, it was kind of falling apart. I'll be yeah. honest. Part of my reasoning for that was Mr. Samuelson. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get along with him. Neither did I. I don't think many people did. And I don't hold any grudges. Oh, like, I don't care. <laughs> you know. I saw him the other day, though. Yeah, he's, he's, doing he's good. driving the Dodge that he always wanted, the Chevy he always wanted. You know what? I respect <laughs> that. I respect that a lot because that boy talked about a Duramax every single day. Correct. Every single fucking day. And then, hey, he got it. He did it. He got it. Yeah, after high school is weird for me for sure because that's. Same. I fell into that boat of like, thought I was in love with someone. Oh, yeah. Got engaged, fell apart, and then I was like, huh, what do I do? And then. You know, and I disappeared off to college. Yeah, you disappeared off to college. Um, Eric moved to Florida. Yeah, funny enough, like, and this is might be stories that you don't even know. So, after my engagement got broke up, I was just kind of like, like anyone is who, when they have their heart broken for the first time, I was like, what do I do? Mm. So I called Chandler and Forrest, and I'm like, mm. I haven't seen Chandler or Forrest in a long time. And I was like, man, what's up, guys? Like, what are you doing? I kind of told them what was going on and you know they were really helpful and really nice about it and I also reached out to Eric at that time and he helped me oh cool but everyone's worlds kind of tied together for a while so Chandler was kind of living with Brock Austin mm -hmm. up in Bountiful like yeah. kind of by the like the Bountiful library okay up in that area so we were partying there a lot and then Eric was coming. So Eric was kind of partying for a little while. Like, I have funny pictures. Everyone's super young. I, I found all of my pictures from my old phone. Oh, no. And there's some hilarious pictures of, like, I have a picture of Eric wearing Cheyenne Jackson's shirt. Oh, that's a good picture. <laughs> have you seen that yep, one? Yep, I have seen that one. <laughs> I have the picture of Eric with flower, a handprint of flower on his face from junior high mm. in uh, ninth grade science. I think you were in that class. <laughs> yeah, I was in that class. Yeah, yeah that was. Oh, I don't know if I, I went through one of my old phones and I found I had a bunch of old pictures, but it was like post high school. I don't know where my junior high and high school ones were. Yeah, because that'd be Let's funny. See if I can find some. I, I have some of them on here. But, but so stuff Sorry. happened with yeah. Eric, and I don't really remember what. And he ended up, I think this was around the time he ended up going to Florida. Yeah. And then, oh, what? That's Eric Cubic. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he was in the kindergarten. <laughs> Cute little kid. Um, 
And then Belcher hang, hung out for a while. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And Belcher was hanging out with us for a while. And then I don't remember why. That's the one right there. That's such a fucking good picture. <laughs> That's a great profile picture. <laughs> just send that to Eric randomly. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you remember that? Um, Belcher was hanging out for a while. And then I don't really remember what all happened, but things fell apart and people moved. And then I started, I hired James at Domino's. Mm, yeah, I remember that. And when I hired James, I started to get to know him really well. And then him and Weston were staying at a house in West Bountiful that was really nice. Um, they were staying there for a while, and we would just party over there a lot and hang out over there. And then that fell apart. That brain's super fuzzy. Hey, Weston Strong. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. Good old Gavin. Guy. He uh, he has a kid, and I don't know if he's married yet or not. Mm. I haven't mm. talked to him for a while. I haven't talked to James in a very long time either. James is in California. I knew that he's got a girlfriend with a kid. Yep, girlfriend with a kid. Um, this, I ran into Ryan Peterson about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. He is. He was a. Uh, we hung out up in Logan because he was going to Utah State at the same time as I was. He was just getting out of the army. Mm. Or. I still uh, can't remember. Yeah, he lives down here somewhere now. How's girlfriend? Did he, did he have a good time in the army, or was it not? I have no idea. Oh, I don't okay. even remember. I, I know we talked a little bit about it, but I don't remember. He'd be a good person to reach out to. What stories are we talking about today? Just high school, high school, after post high, high school, school, growing magic, up, magic, gaming. I mean, kind of gone everywhere. Yeah, today. going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, after so, then James moved in. I can't remember, there was like a gap of time period, I don't remember. I won't lie, I was smoking lots of marijuana in this time. So my brain is just filled with holes of not memory. Did I ever tell you the one and only time I've ever smoked marijuana? No, please. Please. It is one of my favorite stories. Okay, let's hear it. So, uh, I just got back from an archaeological field trip, okay. or field school. So we were in the desert of Colorado in a national park for 30 days and then on the way back i was with um this guy who was a boat guide or like tour guide in moab for like a river a river guide that's what I was like okay and i ended up spending the night down there at his like his girl i think it was his girlfriend's house yeah his girlfriend's house and then that following morning we went and like hung out at a couple like places around there, and then that night we get on a and we're like, "Hey, let's just go float down the river." So we park my truck at the end and then take his jeep up to the front, get a couple inflatable kayaks, and just going down the river at like seven p.m. Sun's going down, and he just pulls out like this handful. Of, of, of doobies it was literally held together with a, a rubber band it was like a deck of cards size just it was huge lots of joints and he's like you know what what's uh what's smoking i was like fuck it i've never tried it why not we're here we're here so we're both toasted going down the river and we both had to drive afterwards so i'm just <laughs> like we're both like yeah, yeah. <laughs> my first smoking story was weird 
um, it was at that first house that they were all living at. And uh, I was like really sad that night. And I was outside and it was like cold as shit. And one of their roommates, what was his name? Damien. Shouts out, dude. You're a cool kid. Never got to talk to you much, but you're a cool kid. Him and a couple of his friends were out like on the, like they had like a backyard and like a little like table and shit. Mm. And I was sitting out there just kind of like being emo. I don't know. And uh, they all kind of came and sat there. Oh, I was drinking. I was pretty drunk. Mm. And uh, they like lit up a joint and they started passing around. And like I wasn't talking to them and the kid's like, you want some? I'm like, yeah. So like I, and I had like smoked cigarettes already, like prior. So like I wasn't a complete fool. So I smoked, passed it, smoked, passed it a couple times. But I don't think I was inhaling because I just, mm. I don't know. That's what people told me. I don't, I don't remember. I gotcha. And uh, but I did definitely get a little bit, a little something, something. And then I was kind of like after that, I was like, well, I mean. You smoke once, you gotta smoke again, right? And, uh, I don't know. Weed's a weird one for me. I don't do it anymore. Like, I don't know. Maybe once in a blue moon. If I look at weed the same way that I look at drinking now. Yeah, I drink, I, I drink like, once a month at maybe. Yeah. The only time that I'll drink is if, like, I'm going somewhere to eat. Mm-hmm. Or it's, like, an actual special occasion, like, yeah. Like, if it's my birthday, I might have a couple drinks. Or, like, I the last time I got drunk drunk was, like, six years ago, maybe? Yeah, let's see. Maybe yeah, five years ago. I've been lightly tipsy a couple times. It's but... probably 2019 for me. Yeah. Uh, a few cousins of mine and, and I went out to a bar, and I didn't drink much when I'd go out. So one of my cousins was like, I will give you $50, and I'll buy five shots of vodka for you if you drink all five of those. Oh, my guy. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So I did five shots of vodka and ended up almost going home with somebody. So hey, well, that, that was that was an interesting night. <laughs> Wins across the board or not so much? <laughs> uh, we did, we, I never made it past the sidewalk with her. Ah, happens. Because her best friend or somebody came out and said, hey, we're going to a party. So I learned a lesson. If you're going to try and hook up with somebody at, at a bar and you leave, walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, You know, weird enough, I've actually had really bad experiences with weed the last couple of times that I have. Mm. So I, me and my fiance had taken a trip up to Park City. It was kind of like a, hey, let's go do like a va- slight vacation getaway. Staycation. Like, yeah, like a little romantic getaway type thing. Yeah. And we had recently gone up to Windover. This okay. Sidetrack. Have you? I know you don't smoke. Have you ever gone into a dispensary yet? Oh yeah. So we went to the Windover one, and I just remember the moment where I was like, "Man, times really are changing." We walk through the door, okay, and there's a greeter. Like so, it's like it's like normal like doors that open when you walk up, like sensor doors. And there's a second pair, and then right before you walk in, there's a greeter like sitting at a desk, like on a computer, yeah. and they're all wearing like uniforms and stuff. I'm like, oh, hi, welcome to whatever it is. I'm like, hey. And they're like, is it your first time here? Yeah, it is. And this is what she said. She's like, oh, would you like to sign up for our rewards program? And I was like, oh, we live in a weird time now where I can get a rewards program for buying for weed. weed. <laughs> I was like, wait, like a, that is a strange like, thought. Like a Smith's rewards program? Like, do I, do I get points? points? Like, where, where, where's my fuel discount? Yeah. 
And I was like blown away. I was like, oh my God, this is weird. Because like I had went to a dispensary in Colorado like 2014. And it was still like super kind of like it, it, I don't want to say it was shady, but it definitely was like new business. Yeah. And I, uh, cat trying to get some screen time. Hell yeah. What's up, Miyagi? Um, but going there and it was like super professional. Like, you know, these guys would come out and like they're (laughs) knocking over the water bottle. Two points for Gryffindor. (laughs) Um, they would come out like if you're like, hey, how can we help you today? Like, what do you, do you want to see anything? Do you want to smell anything? Do you want to hold anything? And we're like, what the fuck? Because, like, I remember, like, even though I didn't smoke weed in high school, yeah. a lot of my friends did. And I remember it being, like, very low-key. Like, we got to, like, we could get in trouble for this. So, do you remember the time? Were you, were you with me when I, Eric was still dating Genesee? And we went all over to his place over there and had, like, right off 5th West, like, the Apple gate i think apple yeah, gate yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and i ended up buying a bong for genesee oh yeah <laughs> you were part of that yep. and eric had to wake her up at like 3 30 in the morning to go to the atm to pay me back that was a fun that was an interesting night it was i uh so anyways we went and got some we bought some pills that are like um gummies almost no they're like like you just take them like a pill and it's yeah, like a time release and they're like 10 milligrams each That's and we went bad. no well yeah it, it not bad we went to park city and my fiance bieber who's here listening watching she she's all she just is tired a lot and usually when she takes anything she just passes out or smokes anything she just passes out so I can't remember how many I took. I think she took two or three, and I think I took three, two, three, maybe four. And that's, like, borderline, like, kind of getting up there. And I remember, like, started kicking in. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, I feel good. And I fell asleep, and I woke up at, like, I don't know, a couple hours later. Hey, what are you doing? Don't go into corners of walls like there's... That's weird. Um, <laughs> I woke up and I was shaking. Oh, good. Like, like shaking. And I was like panicking. I was like, and I didn't feel mentally high. My body was like, oh, fuck. We're stoned. <laughs> and I thought I was super cold. And oh, like, interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty high. Like, I'm, I'm like trying to process why my whole body's shaking. I thought I was having like a fucking seizure. Oh, good. And I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? Um... Oh, okay. Well, she took five and I took five or six. Okay, well, that's quite a bit. So that's probably why. So I remember getting up and trying, like, walking around. And, like, as I'm walking, I'm, like, fucking, like, shaking. Like, my whole, like I couldn't, all my muscles tense and I'm just shaking. So I go in into the shower and they have, like, a steamer. And I turn around and I sit there, but I'm shaking in the steamer. And I'm like, oh my God, am I dying? <laughs> and, is this uh, what hell is yeah, like? Is this, is this death? So I ended up relaxing and kind of like I laid back down and got cozy and I was still shaking, but I was able to fall asleep because I was just super high. And uh, then I smoked a different time after that. And I'm like, it fucked me up like bad, like not fun fucked up. Like I was like, what is going on? I think what it is for those of you who are in the cannabis world as 
I know there's a lot of information, and I don't know anything. I just will partake. I don't like the oil stuff because mm. it's like super concentrated. Yeah, concentrated like carts, as they call them. I don't like that. I think I only have to use like real marijuana. The leaves and the buds. Yeah, because I just. I don't know. I just every so, time I've done stuff like that. Fun just... story about um, marijuana. So I've been traveling for this company I work for, uh, and I drove. I uh, went to Rhode Island twice. And the farm we were at in Rhode Island drew grew hemp. Okay. And so we showed up, and it was right at the peak season of hemp. So they had like thirty acres of this hemp field, and it was straight. Just looked straight like marijuana. It was yeah, and smelled just like it. Yeah. And it it was interesting when they harvested it, they put it through this dryer. And one of my coworkers was talking about how he was there. And when they were drying it, there were all these pigeons just chilling around. <laughs> and one of the pigeons took off, like, as somebody approached it, took off and just flew straight to the wall. It's like they're all, the pigeons are all just high as hell. <laughs> just snacking on the buds and... <laughs> well, it's drying it, so they're just breathing in the, the oh, yeah, fumes yeah. of the dryer. Yeah, so, those birds are... They know the bunch, spot. A bunch of high pigeons, man. <laughs> it's weird. There's a lot of animals that actually in nature get high off shit. And just like... Yeah, um, jaguars do. Yeah. Dolphins do. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's a lot of the intelligent animal. There's theories around that. Turns out evolution is like, yeah, we just want to get high. Yeah. <laughs> get old tally. You know what's... I weird. just want to get high. I just want to get high. Just beat the funky town. Uh, <laughs> what was really weird... A big moment for me in realizing that times are finally changing was uh, Utah having a dispensary now. It's still med- medical, isn't it, though? Yeah, still medical. You still have to get a card. But. That's a step in the right direction. But there is a. It's kind of like the early days of California. Like, yeah. if you just know someone, you can get a, you can get a card pretty easily. I know, I know a couple people who have a card. Um. Specifically, they have reasons why they need it. Yeah. And in my eyes, probably good reasons. Um, but I do have some individuals who definitely just know how to, to, you know, work the system a little bit. And I just look at it as one of those things, like, with all drugs kind of in a in a, in a general sense. Like, people are going to use them. Yeah. Regardless. I know, yeah. it's, I know it can be a debated topic, but I'd rather it be in some sort of fashion sanctioned meaning like we know it's safe to use and taxable yes yeah. as well i mean there's a lot of things that colorado's improved with the taxes they've gotten off yeah. of it colorado's awesome now <clears throat> i mean they've got <clears throat> they've got a couple like they've funded a bunch of school stuff yeah. like they've got they got a bunch of things which is why I, I have a problem with the way utah handles alcohol it's like hey if you just sold it like any other state You'd actually make a decent amount. Of money well, we don't. Off this. We don't have the beer anymore. The the lower beer. That's for sure. Which was a weird thing, right? Like when I saw that going into effect, I was like, "Utah's gonna eliminate beer," and then they didn't. I was like, "Okay, Utah's." I really well, think they, that they Utah's they changing. They didn't have much of a choice, right? Because I mean, it was either that or just not have it. Yeah, and they were too many companies were like, "Hey, motherfuckers!" Like. <laughs> You guys do your thing, but like, hold on, hold up. Why isn't measured? Isn't what isn't measured isn't managed. Yeah, there you go. 
There you go. I agree completely. No, I think that it would be nice because that was a weird culture shock is when I went to a Costco for the first time out of state. Oh, yeah, there's wine and alcohol yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why isn't this a thing? Yeah, so I went down to Pueblo, Colorado, which is a shell. Never go there. <laughs> um, a friend of mine was living down there at a the time. So I, it was my first solo road trip. That was a nine-and-a-half-hour drive. Oof. And uh, so I drove down there, and we hung out for a bit, and he was dating some crazy bitch. But, um, <laughs> uh, the old, like, the main thing in that town was there were, like, 18 liquor stores. There were only, like, a thousand people other than that. There were, there were, like, it, it's a pretty big town now, actually, now that I think about it. But, I mean, there were, like, 18 liquor stores right around my friend's house. <laughs> it was freaking ridiculous. And a couple of them were drive-through. The one I went to, because I... I went to buy a couple like beer cases and stuff like that, and it was interesting. They're like, "Yeah, we've been caught like four times selling to uh, to minors." And they didn't even fucking ask me for my ID. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you going for five? Yeah, about to break some records." <laughs> just it just blew me away. I was like, four, huh?" And you're still open. Yeah, that's okay. A... <laughs> You know, I guess when you don't give a fuck, you really just don't give a fuck. Thank God, I swear their employees were drunk as shit, too. Yeah, yeah they probably were. <laughs> you know, there was a funny moment at this company that I worked with that I don't want to mention because they're way too big and powerful and scary. So Yeah, know. that's very true. Pueblo is 100% where Trailer Park Boys would take place. Yeah. That, that place is awful. Oh, it's like that level? It is that bad. Oh, okay. So I worked at this company that is... <laughs> You know, Fortune 500, really rich and powerful, famous company. Mm. And uh, I worked in a call center sect. And I remember there was this moment where this conversation about marijuana happened. Mm. And it was specifically because we all knew that this kid came in blazed as fuck every day. Mm. But he was very productive. Like, like super productive. Because, like, that's the thing with weed is, like, there's a lot of people who smoke weed every day and you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. They're just, they're just productive marijuana and that that's what i like to see with the barriers being broke down as people realize realizing like a lot of people smoke weed you don't even know but uh this kid would come in high every day to work but he was like a top performer and this (laughs) go figure this older gentleman who was uh white and uh could tell like had a stick up his ass his whole life Mm. made a scene about him one day because he apparently could smell it oh good and uh Made this huge scene about it and was kind of like, you know, like actively like saying this in front of everyone. Like, we need to do drug tests and all this type of shit. And right as he said drug test, the floor manager comes back by. And he's like this, you know, mid-30s, maybe 40s guy. But like a cool guy. You could tell like he like, he's like clean cut, has a couple tattoos. Like he just looks like a dude you'd like hang out with. And uh, he comes over here. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are we talking about?" And the guy's like, "He's like, man, I can smell weed. Like, you know, we need to do drug tests around here." And this floor manager, and to put it in perspective, this floor manager is making six figures a year. You know, does really well. Like he's moving up in the business. He looks at this guy. And he's like, "We would lose half our staff." <laughs> it's not that we don't know. It's that we are okay if people perform sit down and everyone was like oh fuck he said it like and that's the reality like places like call centers and 
you know, certain jobs, like, if you're performing, who like, gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, well, and I, I read something the other day that goes along that line. It's like, okay, you can sit down and take all these prescription pills, and you can drink yourself to stupor every night. Yeah. Nobody get, nobody bats an eye. You smoke, like, two things of marijuana, and you lose your job. Oh, yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. You and I, tomorrow, we could go, like, two minutes away from here, eh, maybe four, to the yeah. liquor store and get enough liquor to kill ourselves. Accurate. We drink ourselves to death. You can't smoke yourself to death. It doesn't exist unless you have asthma, maybe. So, yeah. I don't know. Deej says my work only reasons the shitheads. Ransoms the shitheads. Oh, ransoms the shitheads, yeah. I just, I look at, I look at marijuana specifically. I, there's other drugs we can talk about, but there's no point. Like you said, we can get prescribed shit that would literally, like, fuck us up. On like levels that we don't even understand. I came back in a weird time. <laughs> yeah, we're you deep did. in a drug, drug conversation. <laughs> um, you live in Cal or excuse me, Colorado. I'm curious your opinion on marijuana and its uh, impacts. But like, there's Utah ha- where we live. There is a pandemic with prescription opioids. Yeah, there definitely is. And we're okay with it. We just kind of brush it on the rug. It's one of those things well, that we know about that we're trying to fix. It, it kind of fits in with the culture. Yeah, it does. It's don't don't know, don't tell kind of there. Yeah. I mean, I, if we were to know how many, you know, at-home mothers who are on more prescriptions than a fucking sick elephant, it would, it would make people really upset, you know? it's. <laughs> I love that description. You know, it's, it, it's crazy to me. And I, don't get me wrong, like, I know people. I know people who, you know arguably probably need certain prescriptions and then i know people who definitely don't but they like how they feel when they're taking it man one of the the weirdest dudes ever met in college that dude had taken the most adderall i've ever seen somebody take before yeah music obsessed says i think marijuana is a good alternative to rx drugs because of the addiction issues with rx meds we have a agree yeah i 100 percent agree we have a lot of that here in utah no, Adderall's a weird one, too. I, yeah, it, it was like the drug of choice in college. Yeah, I mean, it's a drug of choice still. Like, yeah. It just makes you more productive in whatever facet you're in. And, but at the same time, like, I have friends who I know have been taking Adderall for like six, seven years. And I just... <laughs> I don't get that one. There's, there's got to be... That's got to have some impacts, right? I imagine. Like, I just... And I know the whole, like, people try and say, like, the whole meth thing. That's not relevant. I don't believe that. I think scientists have disproven that it's nothing like meth. Just because it's chemically similar doesn't mean it's similar. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, so, on that note with the VA hospital and everything, I really like the Five Finger Death Punch song music video for, uh, wrong side of heaven i believe yeah that's a great one and it they talk they kind of go into some of the vets issues and they kind of like go through all the stats of like oh well, while you were watching this video this many vets committed suicide kind of thing so yeah that that that's a good point that's i think i need a bunch of adderall lol i mean i don't know <laughs> she got she got adhd and it's fun <laughs> it's funny sometimes like i'll be having like a conversation like this uh-huh. like we'll be talking about like for example if we talked about marijuana and then she'd be like did you know like 
if I had 15 houseplants, it's enough oxygen for like 14 people. And I'm like, where the fuck has your brain been the past five minutes? <laughs> Makes for good conversation. Um, I've done Adderall twice, and uh, I definitely see why people like it. I have never taken Adderall. It, uh, <laughs> it nice. definitely... I don't know. I think it's. I think it just limits. Like it depends on how much you're taking. Mm. For me, it definitely just made me more. I've thought about it for productive. coding a couple times. I'll be honest. It's a big thing in coding. I know it is. In that silicone slope area, that's yeah. It's one people of the... popping out are all like it's M and M's. Yeah. There's like drug induced panic attack. That's not good. Yeah, it affects other. It affects different people. Weird. Yeah. For me, that my biggest negative about it the times that I did it sleep. Mm. I would just be up for eighteen hours. Yeah, more. The one time, the one time that I, I took it, it was for something in school, something to do with school. There's a project that I procrastinated because I'm an idiot mm. and I needed to knock it out. I had stayed up the whole night doing the project, finished it, presented it the next day, and then proceeded to stay up most of the next night too. Damn. And it was one of those things where I was like, I was tired. I just couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, I had another, I had one of those nights the other night. I thought I gave myself food poisoning. Oh, really? It was one of those nights just like you ate something that just isn't quite food poisoning, but your just body's just like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> your body's like, you made the wrong decision, Ryan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was... I was uh, I went to bed at eleven. I didn't go to bed till I didn't fall asleep till like two two thirty. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I had to be up at seven. <laughs> hey, music! You don't have to answer this question, but I'm curious: How old are you? Are you my age, or are you older, or younger? Don't messed up age. <laughs> you done twenty five? Oh, okay. You're my age. Cool. I do love that uh, video. Yeah, it's and the second one. Both I, I'm turning 27 this year, so I'm a little bit older than you. God, that's right. I am like the oldest of this freaking group. Are you 27 now? Yeah, I turned 28 this year. When do you turn 28? November. You fucking old man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I'm calling you when you turn 30 and back. What's up, old man? <laughs> Please do. Everyone in their prime. Yeah, I, I feel like that. I do. Yeah. I don't know about you, but... Uh, I mean, there's some things that... I would, yeah, I, for the most part. Yeah. I, I don't have too many complaints. Hodge twins, dude, the Hodge twins. I don't watch them anymore because they got a little too political for my taste, but those guys back in the day were funny. I feel like I'm 80, to be fair. <laughs> you know, after, so I, my coworker and I went on a 10-mile bike ride today, and that was the first ride of the season. I feel like I'm 80 right now because I of bet. that. I bet. And he's like over here, he's, Got all of his road biking gear on, and I'm over here in basketball shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, it's all downhill from and, uh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, let's let's just take it slow." He's like, "You think 15 miles an hour is a good pace?" So I was like, "Fuck me!" <laughs> and so you look at him. Listen here, you son of a bitch. It's not <laughs> seven or nothing. Did you guys do it like a mountain? Bike? No, it's all road. Oh, okay. Yeah. How hard was it for you? It kind of wanted to get back. No, it it wasn't of... bad. I mean, I thought it would be worse than it was. I mean, the like return trip because we went five miles out and then about five and a half five miles in. 
and it wasn't bad. The return trip kind of sucked because we had a headwind the entire way. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I would just say just do it. Yeah. Like, find somebody to go with me. If you want to go with me, I'm down. Um, I it's think just... biking is one of those ones that I wanted to pick up because I used to bike a lot. Yeah, everywhere. That's the same thing I did. And uh, I haven't biked in like three or four years now. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's yeah. do it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You know what I've been really missing? I've been missing basketball a lot lately. Dude, we used to play like four or five hours of basketball Dude, every day. Every day. And what was weird is like even when we when you went up to Utah State, we were still playing. Like I had three groups who were playing basketball every week. Mm. I had two groups of football every week. Yeah. Like it was just we were going hard for a long time. And then I don't know, it was just one of those weird things where like Almost everyone at the same time who I was playing with, everyone just kind of like started dispersing. Life started yeah. happening and, you know, what used to be like, yeah, I'll come play basketball for like three and a half hours. is like, I got like 20 minutes if you want to get in a game. <laughs> and then like 20 minutes is like, dude, I yeah, can't that was make like it our today. life for like a solid two years. Dude, the hours yeah. that we... <laughs> I wish there was so a much number, yeah, of how many hours we had fucking just been in front of a basketball hoop. It was a good time. Yeah, I know. I miss me shirtless. Got caught in a hailstorm on a first bike. Woo. Yeah, that is a rough ten mile. That's a rough any miles. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, and shirtless. Yeah, shirtless is her. Uh, her Apple friend. Oh, oh okay. okay. I got you. I call him shirtless. Okay. Still, it is a rough ten miles. Yeah, that's a. That's a tough one. I uh, got. One of my mountain biking adventures, I got stuck in a thunderstorm. Ooh, that's spooky. It was like this random microburst that just came out of nowhere. It was a perfectly sunny day. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it was, like, dark and lightning everywhere. We're like, huh. hmm, well, we might die, but that, let's keep going. <laughs> I'll push it. <laughs> Where do you do, like, mountain biking at? Um, there's a couple trails up in Heber. So my dad likes to mountain bike um, that we go up to. There's a couple in Bountiful that are pretty good. Depending on time of day, usually they get pretty busy for with hikers and shit like that. Uh, there's a lot in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have just been riding a little bit on this Legacy yeah. Parkway kind of thing. So, I mean, just whatever you want. Have you ever thought about, like, how hard do you think it would... I mean, I know how hard it would be, but do you think you could do, like, riding up the B to the top? Yeah. Like, the dirt, like... I mean, like, mm-hmm. pat, like start at the B and then go up the... Yeah. Be yeah, I, I I mean I wouldn't want to because that road's fucking full of crazy bitches. Yeah, I mean I've I've almost been in a car accident like four times. Cause I four wheel that. I go four wheeling up yeah, there. I saw your button. yeah your garage is still open by the way. Oh, that's okay. Let's figure this out. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> yeah, where we were biking, we were biking on like Third West and uh, let's see, we were on Nineteenth South and Third West is where like one of the areas. Yeah, we were passing all these. Um, homeless um, tent cities mm-hmm. super super interesting yeah that's there's a, a lot of them now it's, it's crazy with covid it's caused a lot of that covid's a i'm fucked yeah. up everything yeah it really did at least your industry is doing well yeah i saw jeez oh, our company's busier than it's ever been in its lifetime good yeah it's, it's good yeah how's your marketing job we didn't really talk much about that it's great i love it it's yeah. just, it's such a different facet of life, you know, my yeah, whole... Yeah, last time you were working at a 
uh, fiber class? Yeah, I was doing uh, composites. Composites is what it was. Um, you know, it's just, I feel like my sh strengths in life really are being able to connect with people and being able to talk, like talk with people. And, like, that's what I do now. So you have a podcast that <laughs> yeah. kind of shows that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 get, I, I, I get behind that. Yeah, and that's kind of what I do. Like most of my days are spent networking and trying yeah. to find clients and trying to build those relationships and, you know, help. That's the biggest thing is like, you know, I originally thought like it was going to be a sales job. And I was like, I don't, I'm not a salesman. I just wasn't born to be a salesman. Yeah, I'm not either. And uh, it's, it's sales at its core, but it's relationship building. Interesting. Because so, I'm not going and selling like, hey, here's... You need this water bottle. Why? Because you're thirsty. It's not that. It's like, hey, let's work together and build it. Let's make your business a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and it's... So, you mind me asking what you sell or what, what you market? Yeah, it's the ad read I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, my company sponsored me, which is super cool. Oh, that's super awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, PPC, websites, oh, SEO. Yeah. Posting. My stepmom just used a similar company to that to yeah. make her start her company. Yeah, I mean it's it's great and. Uh, I wonder if it was your company. It might have been. Oh. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, if her website's shit, tell her company. <laughs> well, you definitely help. Yeah. Um, anyone watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? No. No, I heard it was decent though. Shout out to Monarch. Woo woo. Monarch, as in. That's the company. Oh yeah, okay. Whoop, whoop, I was my brain went straight to Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn, we're bringing Godzilla to this, and yeah. it's not coming out till October <laughs> or something like that." You know, I'm super behind on my movies and shit. Like, I still, I haven't finished Wandavision, and I heard Dude, Wandavision's so good. You, I haven't seen that either, but I've heard it's also amazing. Yeah. you just need to come over to my place, bro. We'll knock out Wandavision. I mean, my projector is bigger than that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I also haven't watched... Everyone's talking about the Snyder Cut of Justice League. It's like four uh, hours long. I'm not into DC at all. I'm not either. I do have to say, the original Wonder Woman was amazing. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one yet. 1984, right? That's yeah, the that's one? the second one. I heard it's hot. That's unfortunate. I really liked the first Wonder Woman. And I think that like the first Batman movies, like Batman Begin, and yeah. those are some of the best movies. Um, but I don't know. I just, it's weird. I still just spend all of my time when I can consume entertainment. I just watch Twitch and YouTube still. I watch Futurama on repeat. Yeah, I mean, well, you're not <clears throat> wrong. Futurama's never, <laughs> never a bad time. Just watching the episode where Bender is uh, becoming a woman. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Bend Her. Yeah, Bend Her. I like the DC Comics, though. Suicide, Suicide Squad was an interesting comic. That's what I've heard, is everyone I talk to who's super duper into, like, the comic book world, they say DC is better comics, Marvel is better cinematic. You know, I don't. I haven't gotten much into comics. Me neither. The ones I have read, they're okay. Uh, 
Attack on Titan, that's more manga. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really watched read many. It's just not something I could get into, even though, like, all of my friends in college, that's what they did. Yeah. I, uh... Well, yeah. Have a good night. Hey! Bye! I'll talk to you soon about getting a date set for you to do uh, the podcast, too. I, uh... I had to come to terms with me, because I had a mo Terms with myself. I had a moment where I was like, you know what? I need to just jump into comics. Okay. I just need to do it. I'm sure I would love it. I was like, yeah, I, I love anime. I love nerd shit. I game. I do everything. I play fucking magic and board games. I'm like, yeah, comic book seems like a natural transition. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't get hooked on another thing. <laughs> I just can't. And I know comic books aren't cheap. And graphic novels aren't cheap. I, that's where I'm sitting. I've, I have too many hobbies already. Yeah. You know. But you do bring up magic, and that is a hobby I, like, drowned myself in. Yeah, let's talk. So, so I just recently sold out of most of the formats I used to play. Okay. To fund my going back to school, actually, is oh. how I did that. Oh, for going back to school for <clears throat> coding. coding? Yeah. Yeah, so I... Uh, I was playing Legacy, I had parts of a vintage deck, and I was playing a lot of Commander. I had the entirety of a... Uh... Got some packs. They're mm -hmm. open, but... I'll have to take a look at them. I don't know if there's anything good. And those are recent, just... Yeah, I mean, these are the ones I'm opening on Arena right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I just sold all that. I went from having a $20,000 collection. I didn't realize a, you were that heavy. To like an $1,800 collection. So did, did you really sell your collection for like nineteen grand? I got about 11000 for it. I didn't know you were that deep in. That's fucking impressive. Yeah. Okay, well, hold on. We need a backtrack, man. When did you get into Magic? Uh, when I was in second grade. Did we ever talk about magic, like through high school and junior high? No, because I didn't really play it in high school. So I took a break from Mirden till about uh, Return of Africa. This is where you card. Which one? Where did I enter? I play it in my commander. One of my commander decks. Uh, what? Yeah, it's kind of weird, but. He's okay. That's fucking OP as shit, actually. It's pretty fun. Uh, then... Yeah, so I started in second grade. My cousin took me and his younger brother, my other cousin, to uh, a game... I think it was Game Zone or End Zone? End Zone in the... Colonial Square? Colonial Square. Yeah, End Zone. Yeah. yeah. And we played... A Game uh did a draft and it was uh unhinged, so it was the weird ass mm. sets, and um, that was the first time I played at a tournament. Uh, I stuck with it a little bit throughout the years, not terribly, and then about middle of college, I was going bowling with a friend of mine who was like, "Hey, I play Magic. You should come to this shop up here." It's actually heebie jeebies. Um, I love the name of that. Heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I'm, I know the owner pretty well. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, we 
just started playing from there and then I just got sucked into it and a friend of mine that is a lawyer is like I have to be the best at everything kind of personality yeah uh, so the power level just kept going up and up and up so I was playing commander at like my commander deck was six thousand dollars oh my God. and it was it would win consistently turn two and turn three every game unless I got disrupted or I had to disrupt somebody else because his commander deck won on turn one unless without without disruption like 80 percent of the games how uh, storm hmm. I mean you you had he had all of the fast mana and I would I mean I had all the fast mana too I was only missing one card my entire deck. I was missing a Tabernacle of Pendril Veil. The card is now $4,000. <laughs> I had one, and I just couldn't justify keeping it. Uh, and I had bought it for $1,000. And then I sold it for about 1000 Were about you working while you were in college? Yeah. I worked 40 hours a week when I was oh, in college. Oh, okay. So I was I, trying I to worked, put... I worked full-time um, from the time I was a senior in high school until the first time I was more than without a job for more than a week was when I went back to school. Mm. So I've been working since... Ooh, that's a good card. These cards are bent as shit. Yeah, uh, they warp because they are foils. Yeah. That card's expensive as shit. Um, but... What's expensive as shit? Because I didn't think there was anything in there. But... Um, there's actually a couple good cards in here. This commander sphere is pretty good too. Well, I didn't realize this was in there. That's amazing. Put that in your commander deck. Uh. Oh yeah. I haven't gone through these packs in like months though, because I didn't realize Torgo is pretty good too. That one's not bad. These cards lose value when they work? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a given with them. It's just because they're foil. Yeah. The foiling bends the card over time. But uh, you can just set a book on that for a couple yeah. a couple of weeks and it'll work. But, so yeah, I got, it, got into it super heavy in college. A lot of my friends, I mean, we had thousands of dollars in uh, commander decks. Wow. Um, then I kind of rotated out of commander and I switched it into legacy. And that's what he does. That's what I'm telling you. He just you got something stuck in your mouth. Or, oh no, that's your toy. Oh yeah, he plays fetch. Finally, I can show someone. No one believes me. <laughs> He'll He'll about it. I'm sure he will. Yep, you can right there. Right there. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Is he the one that fetches straws too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but My cat fetches. Now you guys believe me. But to continue the story, when I rotated into like Legacy, there's a game store down in West Jordan. I know you have a sponsor that's a game store, so I figured I probably wouldn't. Oh, no. You're, you're I was going to say, yeah, it's Paragon City. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine is one of the owners, and we we got really close. And I mean, I, I spent a lot of money there, but uh, I haven't seen them in forever, so I hope they're doing well with all the things that's going on. But... Yeah, I mean, they had a legacy game night every every Thursday, which was the first one of, one of the few stores that had legacy because mm -hmm. it's just an expensive format. Yeah, I, mean, it's... I had four thousand dollars in duels. Yeah, so so you were good. I mean, I I took first place 
on a decent basis. Not right. every night, but I mean, there were other people that were better than me. I wasn't playing tier decks. I was playing this really weird deck called Mud. Mud? So my entire game plan was to make it so you couldn't play Magic, and then I was going to kill you the Blightsteel on turn three. God damn it. That had haste and had trap. Anti-fun. <laughs> That's just how I like it's to play fun magic. For you. That's how I play magic. Yeah. Like my commander deck that won was pure stacks. I made it so you couldn't play the game, and then I killed you. Yeah. One of the game, one of the get decks I had, I would lock everybody out of the game, destroy all their permanents. All of mine were indestructible, and I was going to punch you with a two two until you died. That was my game plan. <laughs> we need to get you like a cosplay of like. You know, a crown and some like jeweled rings, and you need to be the toxic king. hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, what, 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 what the what? So that deck was built around a, a commander called Arkham Daxon. What he did is you tapped him, you sacked a, a creature artifact to go get any non-creature out of your deck. Okay. Didn't matter how much it cost. Didn't matter whatever. So the second I would activate, I'd go get another one that untapped him, and then do it again, and then I'd get a thing called a Mycosynth Lattice. That would turn every permanent on the battlefield into an artifact, and anything in your hand was colorless, and you could spend mana as if it was any color. It's a six-drop artifact. It's worth like forty bucks now because there's a a planeswalker that makes if you have that in Microsynth Lattice, your opponents can't do anything. Right. I can't even tap their mana. Uh, it's really dumb. It's Karn, the uh, one four-drop in standard that yeah. you can fetch a card from your sideboard. Yeah. That also all, all artifacts you can't your opponents can't activate artifacts. That Microsynth Lattice locks your opponent out of the game completely. Oh, they can't cast anything. They can't draw. They can't do anything but draw cards and discard them. So that card came out well later after I well after I had this deck. But I would go get that artifact, uh, Dark Steel Citadel, which made all artifacts indestructible, or all my permanents indestructible, and then I would get a thing called Nevernal's Disc. And it, what, it, what it is is you pay for it, tap it, and it destroys all per, all artifacts, creatures, and uh, enchantments. Yeah, artifact, creatures, enchantments. So everything on the board yeah. is an artifact. Yeah. Mine's indestructible. Yes, yeah, so, so I blow everything my opponents have up, and then my only win con was punching you to death with Arkham Dax and lose a 4-drop 2-2. Two -two. Which he's commander, so it's twenty-one damage. Yeah, sure. But I still but have to. Still I still gonna... have to attack each person ten <laughs> yeah, times for ten turns. <laughs> God damn! You know what I'm working on secretly? Mm. I'll tell you. I don't. If anyone's listening from from Dark Prime, I'm coming. So I'm new to commander, so I'm trying to figure out all the different rules and regulations. And I found out there's a couple cards you can have multiples of, and mm. one of them being the rats. Oh, Relentless Rats. Yes. Or Rat Colony, which one? The rat Colony, mm. where it buffs each Rat Colony that's out by 1-1. One, one, one. One, oh. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to get 80. Oh. My goal is 60. Uh, you want... And then do Let's see, so Rat mana. Colony costs what, 2 mana or 3? <laughs> it's 1. It's 1 mana? Okay, so then what you do... Yeah, because it's just 1-0 power boost. I just want to be a dirty little rat boy. So there's actually a commander that's a rat king. Oh, that's perfect. And uh, that's actually a pretty good tribal deck. And what you should do is also put in Relentless Rats. Uh, it's a two-drop. Discard a card for three mana and make a copy of it. I cannot remember the card off, my, off the top of my head right now. But it gets one-one for each rat. Yeah. 
That'd be um, so. That's just what I want to do. I just want to make a rat deck. But those good. cards are fucking expensive. Rat holders? Yeah. How much? Like, the the one that I've ordered already was six of them, thirty eight dollars. Thirty eight. Yeah, wow. a rat colony. Because I must not have been the first asshole who was like, let's make a rat deck, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I, did, I did just spend $30 on land. Why? Just basic land. Because they're cool again? Because they're foil and they're all the exact same. I respect that. Again, we really need to play some magic. Like, we do. I, uh, well, you're going to shit on me, but I'll play. Yeah, I got my Elf Commander deck. So I've got two Commander decks right now. Um, one is Jared Golgari Witch Lord. What is? I don't know that one. So he's a four drop, two black, two green. Uh, he's a two two zombie elf. Uh, you can his power and toughness, or no, he gets plus one plus one for each creature in the graveyard. You can pay three and sack a creature and do damage equal to its their power to all of your opponents. Okay. And then you can sack a swamp, a swamp and a forest and put it back in your hand if he's in the graveyard. Shit. But that's... he. Yeah, so I've got that one, and then I have Ilharg, the boar god. I pulled that, and I'm going to get it graded. Grim Tutor? Yeah. He's dark. Yeah, it was an expensive boy for a while. I don't think it is anymore. Um, it's about 60 bucks, 67 yeah. bucks. I don't know how much that version of it is, but when I first bought uh, my first Grim Tutor, which was in Jared... There was only one printing in 19, Portal uh, 3, 1999, yeah, Portal 3. When I pulled this, when it first came out, yeah, you showed it, it, to me. it was like a $90 card, yeah. and then, I, I just, I like grading shit. Yeah. I think it's just fun. I have more magic cards in here from, but. But yeah, so the first time I bought a, that, that card. Uh, Grim Tutor was it was two hundred and forty dollars. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty steep. Non-foil, mm -hmm. old border. That's pretty nice. Because that's the new border, the borderless one, mm -hmm. full art or whatever. Yeah, it's full art. Yep. I also am into Pokemon. I do like Pokemon. I have a a full set of the original one fifty. A lot of money right now. Is it? Mm. Have you not been following the Pokemon? I have zero idea what any of these were. Yeah, it's you know who Logan Paul is right, mm -hmm. the, you, the vlogger kid. So he had like five or six months ago opened up. Like he did this whole vlog where he was like bringing Pokemon back, mm. and like he went and bought like a hundred thousand dollar box from the original like Shadowless set, opened it. And it's just ever since then it's been crazy. Like you, you can't find Pokemon cards. Like, you go, me and my fiance today, we went to Target, GameStop, Walmart. Everything's sold out. Hmm. I have, like, 300 of the original. A lot of them are first edition. Yeah, you, you're probably sitting on a lot of money if they're in good condition. And most of them are in perfect condition. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know what you have, but, like... Uh, I wish I still had my foil Charizard, but I do not, because that one was worth a couple hundred dollars a couple years ago. Oh, I mean... Foil base set Charizard right now, like even at like a grade seven or eight, is like a six six or seven thousand dollar card. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy right now. I have first edition Charizard. It's not um, not foil. Though. Which one is it? It's the one where he's bending over blood. That's uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's the first printing of him. Yeah, it's crazy right now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so if you dig those out and you want to go through them with me, I'd be more than happy to. 
send them in the PSA and shit for you. I do. I do know. I have a. This is my sister's card, technically, but she has a first, like the first printing of Chansey foil. Really? Yeah, yeah that one's an expensive one too. Yeah, it's really pretty. Chansey's cute. Thick belly. Yes, very. Then eggs too. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that was my magic adventure. Um, right now I'm. I'm pretty fine with staying with where I'm at in my magic collection. It's just not worth it for me to have that many again. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it just turns into, like, stockpiling everything and, you know. I could play any deck I wanted. That was the really cool thing. The interesting thing is, like, I looked up prices for some of the cards I did keep for my commander deck. Did not realize how expensive that shit is. I, I looked the other day. I have a card that's worth, like, $800 right now. Yeah. Dude, shit's just, that's the crazy thing about cards now, is especially Magic and Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh's actually getting super hot. It is. But the cards don't hold their value because, the, because the, not, re, not the, okay, maybe they do now, but they didn't before. Because, like, so there's sets that are coming out now. Because Yu-Gi-Oh does their, I've been deep into this shit. I don't know why. Yu-Gi-Oh does their rares weird. So, like, there's, like, three rarities of a rare. Yeah, there's the secret rare, hidden rare, and... Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, there's... Whatever the rarest one is right now in some of these new sets, cards are selling on eBay ungraded for, like, $1,800. Yeah, so the interesting thing with Yu-Gi-Oh, though, is I I would avoid buying those. Oh, I'm not interested. Because the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh, the gameplay, the way that Bandai Namco does their tournaments they just arbitrarily ban something and it just the whole deck is worth 50 cents yeah yeah no i i have no interest in buying or playing Yu-Gi-Oh. i've just been following a lot of the tcg over the past yeah year ish and i just it's yeah. fascinating to me like and there's some old or old Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are valuable of course like the nostalgia ones but some black luster soldiers somewhere yeah black luster soldiers popular i found my genzo there you go. Yeah, not worth much because it's, you know. I, I was commission. devastated when somebody in my elementary school stole half my collection. Yeah. Devastated. That happened to me with magic. So, my magic stories, I got into it by my cousins. Mm. I don't even know if they're my cousins. Yeah, they're my cousins. And they were casually playing it. But they were playing during. I would have been in like third or fourth grade. Oh, so. Beard and Besieged, or um, Zendikar. Yeah, some I, I, I can't remember specifically. But Zendikar was like 2006, 2007. They so. ended up moving from where they lived and left a bunch of their magic cards. Mm-hmm. So I naturally was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. take these. And I had like old, old cards. And one of my friends at the time snagged them all up. That sucks. Yeah. And then I I didn't play with them until eighth grade. Mr. Bauer. Ah, I love that man. That's what I that's what got me into playing magic was him. Yeah. And I don't re, I don't even remember how it went down, like why I ended up going. Cause like I remember I knew what magic was because of them. Mm-hmm. And I had always wanted to play it. But then I heard that there was like a magic club after school, like yeah. once a week. And I don't remember who went with me or 
like how it went down, but I ended up going, and then I went for like. You tried to get me to go a couple times. Yeah, I went for a better half of a year, and then. Yeah, I think I always ended up having like an extra curricular thing that was always on top of it. And what was weird, looking back at it, is it was cool because it was like that first breakdown barrier of like, oh, a teacher's a normal person, you know? Yeah. But there was also kids who were former students who were still going. Yeah. So, like, I was interacting with, like, high school kids and kids who had graduated that would still go and do Magic Night there. Yeah. Which is weird, but cool. And uh, I don't know. It was just a good time. Like, it helped me. Eighth grade was a hard year for me. Like, junior high is hard for everyone. And eighth grade was a hard year for me. And uh, as corny as it sounds, going to Bowers and playing Magic and stuff really leveled me out. Because it was like, it was a way to put like mental focus into something where I had to like be more mature if I wanted to, you know. Because I had worked like side jobs and shit, but like, still a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Seventh grade was interesting for me. Eighth grade was weird. Uh, ninth grade was probably the worst of the three years, in my opinion, for really? me. Yeah, I just... I was the lovesick kid, so I, I started dating in seventh grade. My yeah. first girlfriend was Ashley Rogers in seventh grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventh grade. Oh, that was interesting. Then I dated... I, I dated, I wasn't really dating, honestly, in my opinion, but I was uh, official with uh, Becker Kamal. Uh, I haven't thought of that name in, it's probably since junior high. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, Emily, oh, what the fuck's her last name? The short girl, I can't remember her name right now. Alyssa and um, Heather Goblightly. Homeboy was out here breaking hearts. Getting my broken more often than not. <laughs> I didn't date anybody. Yeah, man, I I, I was so so interested in women at that point in time. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't date date until out of high school. I just yeah, I I dated Victoria uh, Smith as well, Victoria Smith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's got a couple kids now. Yeah. How she's doing? Last I heard, she was living in Murray, but, um... I just had a bad experience in seventh grade, and I just never dated in, high, in junior high or high school. I dated so many people. I just was like, nope. Not not even going to put myself out there. Yeah. Not even, try, I, not I, even I, trying to get her to get I feel in. like I ruined a couple, like, potential girlfriends I could have had in high school by dating in junior high, Yeah, honestly. But that's okay. When did we actually become, like... Ninth, friends ninth grade because i'll be honest i don't really remember it was uh summer of ninth grade into 10th grade that's when we started really hanging out that's because i started hanging out with eric in ninth grade and and science and then we kind of branched into you and sam snyder and um forest and chandler yeah well chandler would have been high I think no, Chandler it was, was Chandler was like tenth, eleventh grade. Yeah, Chandler was a little bit later, but it, Forrest, Forrest and for Sam sure. for Forrest sure. And Shan, yeah, because I mean they lived like literally right next to each other. Yeah, I went to lunch with them all the time in tenth grade. Yeah, so did you. Yeah, we came a few times. 
So yeah, lots I mean, of Taco Bell and lots of Costco. Lots of, and Sam's house. Yeah, and Sam's house. Yeah, because yeah, Sam was the first person to drive, right? Yeah, because his, his birthday was in September, and then I was second because Kyle couldn't seem to get his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the nice thing, is all my friends were yeah. the old ones, so yeah, I... Yeah, we were running around on that fucking yeah. green forerunner. You go slow. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow, that just triggered a fucking whole... Remember when we ran to Crown Burger in Salt Lake and my battery died? Yeah. No, I wasn't there for that. Oh, you weren't for that? I don't think oh, I was there for that. Yeah, I got some serious shit for that. I wasn't supposed to leave Bountiful. <laughs> yeah. Man, you go slow. What the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. And then Sam had the little Honda. The red Honda. And then it, he sold it. I don't remember what he got after that. Subaru. Yeah, Subaru. That Subaru hatchback. Uh, white and tan. Yep. I didn't get, since I was young, I didn't get my car until... Yeah, you had that Dodge Neon in the garage here forever. Yeah, and then... And you bought that Mazda 3. That, the Mazda white, 3. that white Mazda 3. Yep. And then I had that for a long time. Had that through high school. Yeah. And then I got another Mazda 3. It was yeah. a gray sky active, and then someone fucking crashed into me. That was cool. That was a fucking... That was way after high school. Yeah, that was like only a couple years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, so I'm trying to remember because I remember, I remember the first time going to your house was with Eric, Kyle, Kyle, and the other Sam. Mortensen? No. Sam. Hartel. Oh yeah, I forgot we hung out with that bitch. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. I think he's doing really well. Interesting. He married someone we went to school with, I think. Yeah, he does. I think he does the Instagram modeling type thing. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, he, he looks great. Good looking cool. kid. Nicely done, Sam. Yeah. Fucking I remember it. lighting a skateboard on fire in your garage. <laughs> I love it. I don't, I, 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 I don't remember the context. All I remember was is we were like, hey, let's pour some gasoline on this skateboard and ride it while it's on fire. Because, you know, as teenage boys do. Yeah, I remember that was the first time that I ever hung out with you guys, like, outside of school, I think, yeah. was that day, because we went up to your house, um, we played basketball, of course. Yeah, that was the only activity we really did at my house. Yeah. And then, that might have been, too, with Kevin. Oh, yeah, Kevin was there. That's yeah, right. Kevin. I never met, I never had talked to Sam after that day, I don't think. Me and him never... I hung out with Sam for a bit after that. Not very much. He started hanging out with a different crew. I can't remember, <clears throat> can't remember who it was, but they... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. <clears throat> yeah, and then I... Yeah, let's see. I can't remember that day, to be honest with you. The first day you came up to my place, but... I don't remember it well either, because it was, I mean... And then, like, Cheyenne and Allie started hanging out with us for a bit. Yeah. Levi. Levi. I miss that kid. That's the one kid that, like, no I don't know. what the hell happened to him. Yeah, like, it just. I do know part of the story, but I don't know what happened yeah, after that. Yeah, I know part of the story, too. I think the same story you probably know. It was Allie Kale. Yeah. Yeah, so they both went down to SUU, and uh, they dated for another little while, and then they broke up, and he disappeared off the face of the planet yeah that's what and i've tried i i have him on my original facebook account mm. and all that's on there is just one picture 
I don't know why I'm so fascinated with him specifically. I think it's because, like, he really was my boy. I liked him a lot. Goodbye was a nice dude. And, like, it just, he was one of those kids that, like, after high school, you realize, like, okay, was I really that close or were we just, like, high school friends? Mm. And then I just never was able to talk to him. And I'm like, fuck, I just want to know. Like, yeah. I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, I have no idea, man. There's a lot of kids like that where I'm like, who knows? Who knows? My graduating class wasn't necessarily small either, so it's like... It's 430 people. Yeah, so I mean, how many fucking people do we not even know? Like, we can't even remember. There's a lot. To, I mean, I know bits and pieces of different pieces of people's story, but I know nothing about how they are in life. No. Yeah. Like, That's why I really want to blow up, like, our tenure and try and get... Like I mean, I, like I know cool there's shit. a Jamie instead of a Jerome now. Yeah. Uh, yeah and Jamie, Jamie seems pretty cool. I haven't, I haven't seen her since college. I, I've, I've followed her on Facebook <laughs> for the whole, like, from high school on, and I, mean, I think we talked at one point. I think she was going to come to the podcast, but we never oh, were okay. able to. I think. Yeah, we were never able to get a time set, and I just. Yeah, I talked I talked to her ex girlfriend a few times. I don't know. Uh, from college. I, I, oh. I knew her ex girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. So that's the only like update I've gotten from her life. But then uh, there's a Samantha instead of a Sam as well. Mortensen. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I wonder how she's doing. I was never uh close with her. I in was high school. really good friends with him her for a number of years yeah and then he started he at the time started hanging out with uh, a completely different crowd but i mean her i i honestly don't know what happened between us but we just kind of fell off mm -hmm. fell, it just that's kind of what happens yeah it's a bummer because like there's a lot of people where i just wish like you know ca even casually in contact and that, that could just about to be me. Maybe I just need to go and casually contact people and just be like, hey. Just slide into those DMs. Slide man. into those DMs. <laughs> what's up, friend? Yeah, what's <laughs> up? I mean, I it's not that I necessarily like have like a weird... Like I was talking to someone the other day where they were like, yeah, I just want to know. Like, I hope that I'm doing better. Than I, and I, I don't oh, give a so fuck about a that. I just hope that everyone is doing okay. I'm just curious about their lives, man. Yeah. Their life is anything as vivid as mine. I mean, they've got some shit to talk about. Some stories. Yeah. That's why I like doing the podcast. I want to hear some stories. Yeah. I like. I just like the whole mending together, like, the different aspects of, like, people we went to school with. Yeah. And, like, mending everything together in this, like, one hive mind of, like, oh, you thought that? You did that? Oh, my God. You fucked them? Oh, yeah. shit. You did who? <laughs> with what? <laughs> when? No, it's, it's been weird, and, yeah. you know, talking to Cody Staley when he came on, I was like, we were piecing things together, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you knew about that? And I was like, I don't know, it's just, you really realize in the small southern Davis County area, everyone knows a piece about everybody. Yeah. Or they think they know a piece. Yeah. You know. That's fair. Because after high school, when I started hanging out with Forrest and Canada, everyone 
quickly assumed that I was either doing or selling drugs because they all <laughs> thought that those guys were quickly doing or selling I'll, drugs. I'll be honest, I was not part of the thinking you sold drugs, but when Forrest and Chandler showed up to our high school graduation with a bottle of vodka in their car, yeah, I was like, these guys are going to be yeah. interesting after high school. <laughs> That's, yeah, definitely. Honestly, haven't seen them since high school, so yeah. have no opinion of them. Yeah. Well, Forrest did the podcast with me for a long time. And yeah. uh, how's he doing? He's doing good. You talked to him recently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. I still talk to him. Cool. Yeah. He, uh, he works at a composite place. Still? Yep. Chandler does. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everything seems to be going well for the most part. Yeah, everyone just kind of gets so far and they start drifting whether they want to or not. That's fair. Different, different hobbies and different aspirations and different. Yeah different things that make them happy and you know but yeah that was one of the funniest things because i was hanging there was a point where like i got burnt out on partying really fast so did i and i don't i don't know what it is it's not that i don't like interaction but like yes it does you know I, it's not that i don't like socially interacting but like i just i did some dumb shit like everyone everyone has dumb drunk stories but my drunk my dumb drunk stories actually made me feel really like not happy with myself. Yeah. And not same. not because I, I similar experience. Yeah, not that I did anything bad, but like I wish that I wouldn't have made decisions that I made. Yeah. And uh that's when I kind of decided like maybe I just shouldn't be drinking or partying unless it's like more low key cuz like I really really enjoyed nights with the boys like just like how we used to do when people would come down here like chill you know just chill every talk. once in a while try to throw each other through a wall yeah throw each other through walls and talk and play games and watch just pornography like, on a random phone on a random laptop did that happen here uh-huh oh my god i forgot <laughs> about that night yeah that was the because that was also the night where we were what we were looked on that website of all that fucked up stuff uh-huh oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> That night scarred me. I remember watching. I was sitting right there on a on your couch. I remember watching some guy get beheaded in that <laughs> oh, on yeah, that website, right. and I was like, "Oh, are we watching this right now, guys?" <laughs> oh yeah. Was... I forgot about that night. That was funny. That was me, Kevin, you. Kevin was here. Mm, I, I don't know if he stayed the night like the rest of us, but I know he was here at one point. No, Kevin never made it down here. Hey, you came play basketball a few times. Oh yeah. yeah. Maybe it wasn't Kevin. It may have been Kyle. Fuck, I don't remember who all was there. I know Eric was, but it was the three of us, and then I don't remember who else. Hmm. But yeah, it was. Kevin's a funny kid. I don't know what he's like anymore, but married. He's right? married. I don't know much about him. Uh, I know. I mean, I see his parents every once in a while, but uh, I haven't seen him in years. He went after his mission. I saw. I went over and hung out with him and Andy Lambert and Zach and God, what the hell is his name? There's a couple others, but the whole like track team essentially. And then they they were all talking about their missions, and I was like, I really don't fit in here at all. That was a weird thing. Is like, I didn't. I I obviously was. I knew Kevin, and I was cool with Kevin. Like I was at his house multiple times. But I didn't know a lot about Kevin. Yeah. And I didn't think that he was LDS. Uh, he was very anti-LDS 
for a very long time until he started doing track, and then he started hanging out with a bunch of LDS people, and they kind of, he kind of reintroduced, like, reintroduced oh, Okay. And then went on his mission. I mean, he wrote me a few times, mostly to try to convert me to the LDS church, but I don't really hold that against him, but no, I mean, that's no. just a missionary's mindset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what he ended up like. You want to dive into that topic for the last thing we do? What? Like the LDS in Utah. And... Sure. Why not? So, where... You were never LDS, right? Yeah, I grew up LDS. You grew up LDS. I left when I was 15. Okay. Let's, let's talk then. Because this has been my favorite thing lately to do. Okay. Like, I had Cole Cook on. Um, talked to him forever. He's no longer a part of it at all. Neither am I. He went, he went on his mission... And came back, and a lot changed for him. I actually, I always have to shout out Cole when I get on this topic because because of him coming and talking, and he really opened up on the show. I had multiple people direct message me saying, "Hey, like, thank you so much for doing that. Like, I needed to hear that I wasn't wrong. Like, I needed to hear that I wasn't alone. Yeah, I needed to hear that those thoughts were okay to have." Yeah. And it, it was great. Like I and I told those to Cole, and he was very, "Hey, good night, Big Papa, my guy." Um, you know, it was. Uh, you know, you know me. I grew up not any religion, Anything, yeah. and uh, so it's always been kind of interesting for me to like understand that. So I don't know if we've ever even talked about it. I didn't. We had a little bit of one first podcast we did. Yeah. But random aside on Cole, the last memory I have of him is, uh, so I ended up dating his ex-girlfriend, and she broke up with me because <laughs> that was the last memory I had of him. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because she's like, I don't want to do the serious thing anymore. I, it was a mistake with Cole, and then that was the last I heard of her. Damn. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't care. I didn't hold it against him either. I thought she was crazy, but that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, so... Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's, it was interesting. I mean, I, I left when I was 15 because I found a bunch of hypocrisy in the church. In which way um, <laughs> uh, The bishop's son at the time was telling me how I needed to come to church one day and be this perfect little Mormon boy and then telling me who he was fucking the next day. So I was having a little hard time with hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is like one of my least favorite things in life. I had a major family member who uh, was a very large hypocrite, so I learned to hate that really quick um but so i found that and then i kind of just found other other reasons to stay away and then i have many many now to stay away right so growing up were you like going weekly and you know staying pretty on top of it or was it kind of like a um until i was 15 yeah i mean I i went every week it was pretty much a requirement for a long time my mother wasn't so much pushing it. It was more my stepfather. Mm. Um, my mother is very open-minded to different ideas. So, I mean, that, that that was pretty much what saved a lot of the contention that I was expecting. And then your stepdad. What was your, what's your stepdad's name? Dale. Yeah, Dale. I know Dale. The chest, chest hair to fucking... Oh, God. From here to yeah. kingdom to come. We went on a cruise recently, and he was shirtless, and... The cruise, he was doing like a little cruise video thing. We're like, why'd you wear your sweater? <laughs> that was the first thing that I remember playing junior jazz was him showing up 
in his fucking like jersey, with jersey, him. and just like it was like a fucking farm. It was just out. I'm like, goddamn, yeah. goddamn forest. Um. So, aside from hypocrisy, was it like? And I know this is very intrusive, but were you pretty on board with everything up until that point? Uh, I thought it was kind of stupid. I didn't. I mean, look at it from a fifteen-year-old's point uh, point of view. I didn't enjoy wasting my Sundays on it. Um, I mean, I was drinking the Kool Aid at that point in time, though. I mean, yeah. It. It is what it is, but I. After like that kind of opened my eyes to like look at other pieces of it and was like, yeah, that's super fucked up. Yeah, that's super fucked up. So I just I kept finding things. It's like after like that eye opening experience, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a part of this. Did you ever have like a moment when you graduated where you felt like you might go back and do like the mission thing? Um. So in senior year of high school, I actually almost ended up going back to the church. Really. Yeah, it was end of junior year, beginning of senior year. Um, I was talking to a couple different people, but Taylor Beard, if you remember yeah, her. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, so we ended up talking a bunch, and uh, I don't remember what we ended up, like, we had a pretty deep conversation about the church. And then I started going to, like, seminary, like, it was more a college thing, I can't remember what they call it, it's not seminary, it's institute so i started going to institute things with her um and so i, I mean I, I almost went back uh i decided against it even though i was pretty interested in dating taylor at the time i know she was she was dating somebody not too long after that but yeah she was i was pretty interested in dating her at the time um and Honestly, uh, at that point in time, I wasn't terribly interested in that, but I mean, I wouldn't have said no. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said no, but I don't think anyone would have with no. that particular individual at the moment. No, I mean, she was gorgeous. Still I, is. I think every single person in that school had a crush on her. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I almost ended up going back. Um, but I didn't, uh, I mean, there are some people that I probably could have ended up dating more long-term if I had been part of the church. I'm, I firmly believe right now I'd be married to one of them. I'm sure. If I was still part of the church, because I mean, we dated for a bit and then that was kind of the thing that broke us up is... She asked me, I was like, well, what, what's your, I want to get married in the temple. Why, what, is that something you could do eventually? And I said, honestly, I don't foresee that happening. And I don't want to do it for a, an individual. I would, I would have to be doing it for myself because otherwise it's what's the point. Yeah. And I, so we ended up breaking up over that. But The fascinating part about Utah and why I think it's, it's important to talk about is like, we do still we we have a culture where like literally relationships get lost on things like that you know and because like i i don't know i i get like life's probably easier when you are formed the majority religion well and i i imagine especially in a partnership if you're both a part of the same religion like 
especially here in Utah, it uh, makes things a lot easier. I mean, you, even outside of Utah, I mean, a lot of there's a lot of influence with the Catholic Church on that as well. Yeah, uh, Utah in Utah is a little bit harder because they view themselves in a mirror of them of what other people see them. I mean, you're very everybody's nosed into that everybody's life. And I think if I had grown up outside of Utah as an LDS person, I still I still would be. Yeah, interesting. Up until about 2018. Because that, that's the one thing that always blew my mind is like the getting married in the temple being such a such a thing, right? Like if you don't get married in the temple, you pretty much are damning your afterlife 100%. And all of your uh, children. Yeah, and all your children. And your posterity. And I just, you know, when people start hearing things like this who aren't a part of the church, you just kind of want to like tell people, like you just want to like tell them like that's... No. Yeah. It's not that's not it's not how it works. It's not how life works like Yeah. But the the it, the judgment here is so strong and the loss of community and the it's the loss of community that a lot of people fear. Yeah. I get because it. they they don't see well because they don't they're not looking for the community that exists outside of it. I yeah. mean, they don't see that community because the only thing they can see is the one in front of them. Yeah. And I get and, and the thing that I always have to drive home is like I'm if you're happy, that's the best part. And the individuals who aren't and are scared and questioning, like, you just got to know there's a lot of us out there who are ready to open arms. Open uh, arms. There, there are a large amount of communities, a varying amount of communities on what their beliefs are towards the church, even if they were LDS or not. Yeah. Um, I know that there's a, the ex-Mormon Reddit is, can be interesting with some of the topics they discuss and there's a lot of hate for the LDS church on there. Yeah. And I'm not in a position I, I don't hate the LDS church. I think there's some stupid shit they've done, but every religion's done stupid shit. Yeah. I mean, look at the fucking inquisitions. Like okay, it, it's not alone in that and no institution like that is perfect in any way shape or form. I I don't agree with a lot of the hate that they get just by being the LDS church. Mhm. Mm I mean, they have. I think that's counterculture in Utah. I mean, I think there's some things that definitely are justifiable, like, yeah, you know, there there's a lot of old racism that still exists. There very, very much is a lot of racism, sexism, and sexism, and the uh, there, anything to do with LGBTQ plus is very, only. very bad when it comes to the church. But here's the thing that I always say: they'll backpedal. Yeah. They'll change up their look because they're already getting so much hate and they're getting so many people who are like, well, what about my friend Jim who's gay? Jim's awesome. Why? Yeah. What's the problem? So I think they're going to backpedal on that because that's, that's what they've done. That's, their, that's yeah. their history thing is like, oh, okay, well. The blacks can now suddenly have priesthood. Yeah. like After a hundred years. Yeah. You know, they. Now, what are you looking at? Shadows? Yeah, he really likes shadows. You know, they backpedaled on that because they were getting pressure from, you know, everywhere. Because they're like, yeah, that's fucked up. You know, and now they're getting pressure from the LGBTQ+. I think they're going to get a lot of pressure with marijuana over the next five, six years. Well, they're part of the reason that it's not fully yeah. legal. Oh, 100% the reason why it's not fully legal. And, you know, a lot of people, with all the silicone slopes and the power shifts that are happening down there where it's not LDS companies coming, 
you know, they're pushing for a lot of shit. Like, hey, why are you guys acting like this? You know, why are you guys doing these things? It's not their little paradise anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's scary. And, you know, I feel bad for those people who are scared with these power dynamics that are shifting and are going to continue to shift. You have to keep in mind, though, when you live in a bubble for so long, your bubble's going to pop. Your bubble's going to pop and you're going to start realizing a lot of different things. So I always tell people, like, if you have questions, there's a lot of people to reach out to and there's a lot of resources to go and, uh, to go and answer those questions. And I know you're not supposed to. You got one life. Uh, I mean, I just do your research. Figure out what you want, what's best for you. Don't don't care what other people are telling you what's best for you. Yeah. That's the thing, though. That's that's the thing that I didn't know for a long time is they tell you not to go research. They tell you not to go dig in too deep. Yeah. You know, don't go dig well, too deep I mean, into there, who there Justice are, Smith was. I mean, there are a lot of like historical records that are really super fucked up for the church. But, I mean, again, if we want to look back in some of the history of the other churches, mm-hmm. not exactly a clean record either. Yeah, church in general, religion in general, has not been very friendly to humanity. No. 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 It's... A lot of good has come from it, but I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, it's a lot of small good things and then a lot of really big bad things. <laughs> a lot of war, a lot of fighting, a lot, a lot of, of war, violence. A lot of anti-change, like they didn't, they didn't like change. A lot of hate. You don't fit the mold. Obscene amounts of hate. Yeah. That's eh. the thing is like, eventually there's going to be a religion that shows around and they're like, hey, we just fucking like really love hard. Come hang out. <laughs> People are going to be like, yeah, I mean, could use that. Buddhists pretty much do that. Yeah. Certain sects of Buddhism, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Utah is just still one of those. I think Utah is one of the last fascinating states when it comes to things like this is because it's still, like we could talk about like the South, and but that's just... That's a whole lot of, that's a whole different outlook we could be, because like it shares similar things, a lot of hate, a lot of discrimination, but the thing with a lot of the South, in my eyes, is it's education. Yeah. Here, our education is fucking bomb. It's just mm. tied with the church. Yeah, like that's fair. Yeah. There, there are pieces of our education that are literal hot garbage. Yeah, absolutely, but I mean, compared to some places, I think that we decent yeah i know i know we're in the middle of the pack on education on some things and then we're also on the lower end on others so it just depends i mean there's definitely ties in with the church because i remember growing up and doing church activities in school and that wouldn't fly anywhere else in the in the country Mm -hmm. depends on the type of school but agree yeah i mean i i believe at woods cross there was a um last supper hanging at one point, and I don't not what's cross high, elementary. And that's mm. not. Yeah, that, that, that's that, okay. that shouldn't fly. But that was like twenty years ago, so it's just I don't know. Utah's cool. I don't think I'll ever leave. To be honest with you, I thought about it for a long time. I thought growing up for a long time that I was like because I grew up without LDS anywhere, like aside from peers, I didn't go to church. And when I started asking questions, I was like, this is wild. That's really my core belief system on it is if you aren't taught these things at a young age, you're not going to believe them at an older age unless it's for certain reasons, whether that's community, partnership, or whatever it is you need. Yeah. If you are taught them at a young age, 
it's easier to go back to as well. But when you're not, and then you go and you find these things out on your own, it's a weird thing to try and comprehend. Yeah. You know, the first research I was doing was reading, <laughs> was reading shit about the founding and like how it came about. And if you aren't told these things at a young age, yeah. you're immediately like, okay, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, the, come on. Dude staring into a 10 gallon hat looking at a bunch of rocks. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's interesting. But I know a lot of people are very passionate about it and have belief. And if that's true and you got that faith and it makes you happy, that's awesome. Yeah, whatever makes you happy. Yeah, honestly. At the end of the day, that's all I ever want to get through with this conversation is if you're happy, I'm not trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to the people who are not happy and yeah. are scared and feel like they're doing everything for the wrong reason. Yeah, it, for me, it all comes down to the fact that I just don't like organized religion. No. It doesn't, doesn't matter what one it is. I have done lots of research on different religions. I've been to a lot of different ceremonies whatever you want to call them church activities same here not interested in any of them because for i'll be honest with you i haven't talked about this on the podcast before for a long part of my life i thought i was broken meaning all of my peers at the time like growing up and like peers in high school and peers in life like they all were like lds or believed in a god or something like that. And I always, I never have. Pretty much since I was a kid. I, I mean, I've had that same thought. I've also been told that I was broken. So yeah, I feel, same. I feel you. I've had people in the faith around here who are like, good luck with your life because you're yeah. fucked. In better, in nicer terms. And, uh, no, uh, I've straight up had somebody told me that. Yeah. With I, that I, exact verbiage. I haven't had that verbiage before. But I, I had somebody who I... Uh, refused to go to church with because i was sick that day actually not because i didn't want to go to church because i was sick, sick yeah. uh tell me to fuck off on my doorstep yeah i was like okay get the hell off my doorstep see and that's the thing is like i there was parts of my life where i thought i was like i was broken because i was like why can't i believe this why am i why is my brain so like not okay with just like being like yeah for sure yeah. and it came back down to like well you know what to myself, I can't pretend or fake it. If I believe it, I believe it. If I don't, I don't. And it, it took me a while to like come to terms with it. But, you know, I was just talking to one of my buddies about this. Um, there was this term that I used, like, because I used to be a little bit more aggressive when it came to the LDS faith. And Same. used to be a little bit more combatant. I'm not anymore because... At the end of the day, like the only way there's ever going to be equal ground is if we, if if the groups can talk to each other and hug each other after and still be okay. But my biggest thing was always like, no, you got an elbow tap. Yeah, you got an elbow tap. No, yeah, no hugging, no, no goddamn it. Away. Six feet. <laughs> um, you know, LDS religion or Christianity or Catholics. You know, there's two, three thousand gods that we through our throughout our history mm. i believe just in one less one than they do yeah you know one less one yeah i mean there 
part some of the religions I did do. I mean, I like to get do more research on. Sorry, I didn't finish my sentence there. Uh, was like the Greek pantheon. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Greek and Roman pantheons. Um, I re I believe that if there is some sort of gods, it's gonna be exactly like that. Because yeah. I mean, to make humanity the way they did, or wh however. God's gonna be if we're made in their image. God's gonna be just as fucked up as we are. <laughs> That's the thing that I think is more realistic. Is like we try and a lot of people try and live their life like it's like this per like we have to be in this perfect image. If there was a God and we were created after Him, there's no such thing as perfection. Nah, it doesn't dude, exist. Zeus is trying to trying to fuck everything. Yeah, that dude, Zeus walks. is horny as shit, bro. Well, like, and actually, I heard a really cool uh, argument for why that was, and it's because. His grandfather and his father were both defeated by their youngest child. So he's just like, the I'm never going to have a youngest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have all of one. them. <laughs> I also, you know, if I were to dabble in any belief systems, I definitely like more of the pagan route. Just meaning like, if there are things, I think it's like something controls seasons. It's something controls. Native, kind of the Native American thing. Everything has a spirit. Yeah, everything kind of has a spirit. Or an energy. Yeah. You know, I... Energy's a tough word for me. Kind of like how spirituality is a tough word yeah. for me. Because it's grown into this weird, like, new age thing where it's, like, cool. Mm, it's always just electricity to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Sorry. We're over here, a dude who works yeah. with circuits. It's like... Electricity. The, I, that rock is smarter than me, but it's just electricity. <laughs> oh, I, I had a question to ask you, sure. too. Do you know what Beetlejuice is? Beetlejuice is in the movie? No. I can't give you any more else. This is a bet that I made with someone earlier. Do I today. know what Beetlejuice is? Talk about space. Oh, space. I believe that's a constellation, is it not? No. Okay. Hey, if you're listening, you know what I won. I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. Thank you. I had an argument where someone said, everyone knows what Beetlejuice is. I'm like, this is the first time I ever heard of it. It's apparently it's a star that's like either a huge green star that either has blown up already and we're seeing the energy being blown up or it's about to blow up and it's so powerful that we can see it now yeah you i've never, never heard never of this before in my life Grant, and damn I kept, and I, <laughs> yeah god damn it got you i'm going a really good bet because i'll tell you after the show okay, okay. whoop whoop over that ass too fat whoop whoop um, uh, and the funny part is, is I've even taken a, a bunch of astronomy classes. Yeah, I didn't know what it was either. I was like, wait, are we talking about the movie here? Because that dude's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice. Michael great. Keaton's amazing. Yeah, Michael Keaton's the man. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I, Beetlejuice is great, but. God, I don't need to watch that shit, though. I watched it not too long ago. I own that shit. It's still really good. It's yeah. still wild as shit. When it blows up, we will not have night for at least three days. I have never, see, I've never heard of this. So there's actually a historic um, uh, precedent on that. If it is, if you're talking like a supernova, there was actually a supernova in like the 14th, 15th century that uh, it lit up the night sky as if it was still like mostly day for like a week. That's so weird. There's actually like historical records of it. Um, they had no idea what the hell was going on. There's a bunch of songs. There's actually a, a, a play that has it as a part of their, like, they talk about it. Really? Yeah, there, there's a bunch of, like, so references to it. history. Like, yeah, it, there was a bunch of references to it because they're like, 
well, are we going to die now? Like, what, what are you what? more scared of, space or the ocean? In what context? Like, being in one of the two of them, or, like, just in general? General. I don't give a shit about the ocean. I mean, there's a shit ton of stuff in space, it turns out. Yeah, space is really scary to me. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, there's just these floating boulders that could just wipe out the entire planet. Yeah, there was one, like, was it two weeks ago that was uh, was big like enough? December or something like that? No, there was one this month oh, that yeah. they said was big enough that we were going to see it. And, like, in our night sky here, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to find it. But, like, if it, like, made a little bit different trajectory, it definitely would have just killed all of us. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, ah, fantastic. Sweet. Um, yeah, so I mean, in that context, I'm 100% more scared of space. The ocean generally is not trying to kill me in Utah. Yeah, that's why I stay, <laughs> I, I like the beach for like, you know, a week. I mean, I've been on cruises, I've been on, I've been out in deep ocean. I don't know what it is. Okay, I'll tell you exactly what it is, and I haven't said this on stream before because it's super embarrassing. I still don't know how to swim, Ryan. I can help you with that. Everyone says that, and no, no one takes me. I just go to a pool right now, bitch. Yeah, let's I, go. And I know that I the told, best part is, is we probably have to break into somebody's backyard because there ain't any pools open right now. I'm cool with that. Let's just go break cool in. Let's, let's go. Let's go uh, kick in some glass at the Bountiful Rex. They're gonna be like, there. why are there two bearded men in my pool? <laughs> why is one hey. holding the other up trying to learn? <laughs> 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 that would be a funny scene. You're like, no, 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 you gotta relax. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? Um, no, I, I'm terrified of the ocean. I'm way more scared of space, but deep water scares me. Just in general. I think, A, because I don't know how to swim, but B, um, I just, something about it, like, what's down there? You know? Yeah. I don't have conspiracy mindset on it by any means. I don't think there's like, civilizations or anything but the thing for me is i i was around walk deep water like most of my childhood mm. so it's not really an issue for me the thing that i don't love when i'm in deep water is when i like can see something below me mm. that part's like not a large fan of that yeah that's pretty creepy. like i can there's a couple places like a lake pal like there's underwater like trees and shit like that it's yeah. just like well, if there's a tree right there, and I didn't see it, if I jumped onto it, I'd fucking hurt, yeah. and or kill me. So, there's things like that. Hey, but, you know, eh, chill, bud. She's, she's he, bud. He's, he's a he. I always get compliments by his name. <laughs> Did he get played? I, yep, I threw it right in the middle of the divider. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, ran, like, full steam and almost ran into it. He's like, motherfucker. He's a pretty smart cat. We'll see if he can get it. His name is Mr. Meowgi. Mr. Meowgi. <laughs> um, now, space, the more I get into researching space, the more I'm just like, this is not okay. Why are we doing this? You know, it's... It's something that's just there. We can't do a damn thing about it. Holy shit, you're going to knock that fucking thing over. <laughs> hey, you got it. Knock it over, dog. <laughs> oh, there you go. He's got it. He'll learn a shitty lesson we do. It's like that whole thing where people say, like, um, if you you don't know quantum physics unless you're scared of it. Yeah. And, like, the more, I don't know. The more you know about it, the more scared you are of yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't know anything about it, but the little, like, I read this book that was literally, it was, like, 
you know those books like so and so for dummies mm. i read a book that was like quantum was physics, physics for, for dummies, dummies. yellow covered shoes. yeah and i was like <laughs> man this book is fucking haunting <laughs> yeah I get oh, oh. <laughs> the problem is, is it's up off the ground, <laughs> stuck in the fold. <laughs> you got this, Miyagi. Good luck. <laughs> I guess we can finish on this. I want to try and get in between that two out, two and a half to two forty. Oh, um, that's fine. Is there any like? I don't want to say conspiracy theories because that's such a Negative ugly term. word now. Yeah. But is there any theories that you have where it's like? I don't want to say it goes against the grain, but maybe is not as publicly mainstream because mm. your brain's fascinating take that as a compliment Thank and you. uh i'm curious if there's anything that you like um not not really um i generally have to have a lot more information about a topic than I tend to spend time researching yeah. in just random topics to form an opinion like that. Um, I generally don't have far out there opinions. It's just not my personality. You kind of more the math science, if you can prove it, it's there. Or if yeah, it's... I mean, I, I'm of the opinion we could use God or... A, a god or energy of some sort. Sorry, your cats make me laugh, but uh, uh, he'll get it eventually. <laughs> the way he was—he had his—he was on the backside, had his paw all the way on the outside, just like <laughs> tapping against the side. So that was making me laugh. But uh, yeah. So with the god thing, is like a lot of people are like, "Well, I'm either atheist or I'm theist." There's not really in between. I am damn right in the middle of that. Yeah. Like, right in the middle. It's like, well, you can't... You, you, right? Yeah, I'm agnostic. So you you can't prove to me that there is a God. You can't prove me that there isn't a God. There's probably some sort of fucking energy up there doing something. Spirit, God, being. Right. Fucking Matrix, mainframe. Who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're in like, a sim. <laughs> sim. I mean, looking at some of the sims at my company. Uh, yeah, yeah there's, there's some interesting things like that. So I, I'm very much middle of the road person on a lot of things. So I don't have a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah, I, you know, I. It's weird because I. I'm definitely leaning more towards atheism, but I'm not. I don't want to be grouped in the atheism world now, because now atheism is its own religion. They just got tax. They aren't a taxed organization anymore, and. Okay. You know, they're they're a whole entire sect, and I'm just sitting here like, this is what we didn't want. Like, you guys are taking the things, like, because yeah. money talks, you money know, money talk. talks. And, so, yeah, that's weird. I didn't know that. And I, I don't want to be grouped in the atheism world. I don't believe in a God that we conventionally want to think it is. Yeah. I And I don't know, but that's where I leave it at, right? That's where I leave it at is, like, I... If there's something, I don't think it's anything that we have any idea of right now. Kind of like how tech is, right? Yeah. Where, like, we can have this vision of what, like, AI might be in 20 years. But reality, AI in 20 years might be something completely different. Correct. That's what I look at as, like, a potential what a god might be to us. I think that it's so 
unfathomable with what we know as humans and what mm-hmm. we what we think that if something were to come it would be like completely mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, I I there was a a quote or a friend of mine who told me at one point in time that I'm gonna go help yeah, help yeah. the cat out. I feel bad now. <laughs> You had a friend who was well, a friend that made it, had a quote. It's like, and he was a Catholic, uh, pretty pretty devout Catholic. He mentioned he's like, you know, I don't know whether this is a quote from him or like somebody else. Probably somebody else, uh, but he's like, I wouldn't have. A, I don't believe that even if I had the wrong religion, that since most religions teach that God is like all forgiving and good. Uh, that God's gonna sit there when you show up and it's like, hey, I I don't know you. It's nice to meet you. And they're gonna say, oh, well, you're the fucking worst person I've ever met. Go to hell. It's like literally, you're never gonna. If you teach that the God is omniscient and all forgiving, then and this is like some sort of, sort of trial, then why in the hell would somebody say you knew nothing about me? There's no possibility that you had any idea what religion was correct. Yeah. You had no access to it. Yeah, fuck you. You go to hell. That that's uh, like literally makes no sense to me. Oh, he didn't see it. Bro, it's... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey. Oh. Go figure it out. I uh. Just <laughs> looking up at the ceiling and looked down. And was like, where'd it come from? <laughs> <laughs> I uh. I guess that's kind of one of the reasons too why I'm not fearful of anything that is going on in my life as far as like if there is a god because i live my life as a very good person in general and that's I'm just yeah kidding. Right? i'm just kidding like, i know what you did back in summer 2011 um <laughs> you know it's a very specific time would you like to speak about that oh i'm just, I'm just kidding <laughs> listen I, my therapist could even handle no i i live my and that's that's the conversation that's always fascinating to have with people who are of like a high religious more morality is i think they unintentionally think that people who aren't are bad well i mean they're i think it's unintentional i don't think they mean to do it i think that they purposely do it they just think yeah. you can't be on the same level of kindness because you're not part of the religion when in reality that's not how the life works like some of the nicest people i've ever met yeah. are most atheist people I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> I think too. I think and to take off to big piggyback on that, some of the people who don't judge the most are atheists. True. Because like I, oh, it, why do it, I care? It, you know, why do people? It goes care? back to a story I read once about this elderly lady who car broke down on the side of the road, and she described the three gentlemen that stopped in a car, pulled up in this little van. And they all got out, and they're all wearing chains, platform shoes, trench coats, really long, spiky hair. And she thought she was going to die. Three of the nicest people she's ever met. Yeah. So it's kind of goes back to the old adage, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, 100%. And I think, I think that's, too, why we're seeing such a – I don't know why we're seeing such a huge increase in tattoos. I like it. I like – I 
planning on being inked pretty heavily in the next couple years. Yeah, my, um, my first tattoo is going right here, but I don't have the $2,000 it's going to cost me. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Um, I think that it's just fascinating that we still do, like, I think humans just judge and they don't mean to off of appearance. And we're visual people. We're visual yeah, we're visual creatures. And but it it's gonna be cool when we get to really break down that barrier. Because yeah, some of the nicest people that I've ever interacted with in my life are people that I don't think I ever would have interacted with unless I would have reached out. Part of it comes back down to evolution. Um, we evolved into a, a social being that was a product of our nature. Mm. Slash nurture. I mean, there is uh, most of it is nurture versus nature. Sorry, um, I had it backwards. We're a product of our nurturing, so what, where you grew up and everything, and your mind doesn't process change or difference on the same level as it does what you grew up with. Right. So there, there's this fascinating piece about evolution that it's like, well, you judge somebody quickly that doesn't look like you because. It, well, it's different, and it could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the back goes back to the fight or flight. Yeah, and I, I think too that. I mean, I think that hits the red on the head. I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. I think it's just. I think we are getting to a point where that human characteristic is slowly starting to fade, and I do think that that's partially due to social media, right? Because we're able to see so many different human yeah. beings and so many different human beings who are doing good there's bad of course but we get to see so many individuals who look way different than us who act and speak and you know live their lives totally different from us but that we're still able to connect with them on some sort of level exposure I, yeah i think social media does a lot of bad things for us as humans but i do think that as far as connectiveness goes you know i'm I think that we're getting closer to be able well i don't know i think that we're getting closer to how do i word this differences being more embraced versus not yeah but we're far from where we should be and i don't think there will ever be a point in time in our lifetime where hate doesn't exist for the reasons that we still are hating but I do think that we yeah. are hopefully making steps. It's just we humans are imperfect creatures, and there's not a easy way to. Yeah, I mean we're we're a product of uh, our nurturing. Yeah. It, it, uh, turns out that if you uh, were hit as a child or abused as a child, you tend to abuse your children. Yeah. Or if you were raised by a racist individual you tend to have racial tendencies yes yeah. racist tendencies so I think, I think the real way to fix this and this is a hot take stupid people just need to stop fucking and making more kids fortunately we're <laughs> going in the exact opposite trend <laughs> yeah. because stupid people don't really think about the fact that they have to pay for those damn kids well, whereas smart people budget out everything and only will have one or two yeah well and, and stupid people just are like oh fuck <laughs> you know I, and that and that's a hot take i get it like but there's a point in time where we need to really start thinking about like <laughs> i don't know never mind i i that, that's a quick road to getting canceled by dumb people but uh 
<laughs> I just think there's a point in time where we really need to sit down as a society and talk about who can be producing children. <laughs> but then I get that, then that's a slippery start, slope. I was going to say, we're going to start talking about the Chinese trying to control how <laughs> yeah, many kids you can have. That's and what I'm saying. Like, I can't, I can't, I they don't... had a whole generation of men because they wanted their family name to continue. Yeah. I don't actually think that for individuals who want to. But stupid people are having sex at higher rates and having more kids than they should. Well, you know, think about, oh, I, I don't need to put a condom on this time. Yeah. It feels better, baby. <laughs> I hate that justification. Yeah. Or just don't have sex. I don't know. Sex is pretty cool, but like, you know. You guys remember that old vine where he's like, you know what's better than really good pussy? A book. <laughs> like the kid on the piano. <laughs> I think he says, what's better than pussy? A really good book. <laughs> he's playing some piano chord. Good old memes. Good old memes. All right, Ryan. Let's call it for tonight. Sure. You're still not doing much social media, right? You're kind of the... I have... Zero social media unless you count Snapchat. Okay. So I always give the last couple seconds before I mention sponsors to shout out anything, but I don't know. I do zero posting on social media when I did have it. Yeah, that's true. So I was very much a lurker, if that's what you would like to call me. Yeah, I mean. I It was where I people watched. No. Oh, okay, well, hold on. If, well, what makes you not ever dive into social media, do you think? Do you have a reason? Not interested in broadcasting my life. Respectful. I don't think my... I, I talk my ass off already. I don't need to find another place to do that. I tell the most random stories at work. I, I, I have no filter. Yeah. So you can pretty much ask me... I can't think of a single topic that I wouldn't just straight up answer. Nice. Unless it was something to do with work that part I sure. can't do as much but my personal life I don't have any problems answering questions about so that part I just don't see the reason to add that to social media I don't care what my peers think of me generally mm -hmm. do not actually give a shit <laughs> so it's probably lad it's probably I don't know I'm curious do you think that you live a less drama not life? even slightly oh no <laughs> fuck no <laughs> No, uh, my last breakup was more drama than I ever wanted in my entire life. So I think we talked about that a little bit. With well, the married girl I was dating. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely married, a tough, married woman. Tough venture to get into. Yeah, do you ever been. have? Do you ever get? Because I know you're dating online a little bit. Mm. Does do people ever like get off put that you don't have social media? Yeah, all the time. Really? <laughs> they don't think I exist. Oh, so they think you're like fake, like mm -hmm. a fake account? Or they just don't even talk to me. No. Huh. I never thought about that perspective of like not yeah. having social media. It might be weird for people who are super into social media. Not interested in people that have that opinion. For me, at least. As a significant other. I always tell B-Bird that if I decide that podcasting isn't my passion, that I'm not going to have any of it. I'm probably actually going to get rid of my smartphone and go back to, like, a flip phone. I fucking hate it, to be honest with you. I have the same phone 
and it it works. Yeah, had this phone for almost six years. Yeah, I I really actually despise social media. I I I strictly use it as a tool, a tool to try and grow, and for my new position, obviously it's important. But if the podcast falls through, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't like Instagram. The, the only only social I media like I have is out of necessity. I guess I do have one type that's LinkedIn, but that's yeah, but that's business. Yeah, yeah. that's but I don't. That's necessity. Yeah, don't really spend time on there. It turns out I would keep TikTok just because it entertains me. I have never actually had a TikTok account. TikTok is like I don't know what it is, but for me, TikTok is like. I've seen a lot of TikTok videos. The way that they cater content is so brilliant. I don't know what kind of algorithm or bot or whatever they run, but literally the only content that I get aside from like some of their popular creators is just shit that I like. Gaming, cards, space. They probably leverage Facebook. Paranormal, you know, that whole nine, that whole list. They say that it's based off of what you like, so the more shit they like, they try and link it Mm -hmm. to give you content that's similar. And, you know, I thought that was super cool, but... TikTok's just funny. It's grown into itself. It's like Vine, but I think it's yeah, better. Vine has died. Yeah, Vine's no longer exists. All right, if you guess what I roll on this D20, you get a special prize. Seven. Yeah, it's a ten. Fuck. Rip. What was my Your prize, prize was a big pack of Tums. <laughs> That's not even Tums, you bastard. A big packet ultra strength anti acid from Costco. I only knew that because I have that exact one of well, my house. price is right where you got to guess how close the price is. Three thirty. Oh, five seventy. Those are uh, seven something for two of them. Yeah, the two, the two pack. Yeah, so those are way better I than Tums too. Literally just bought that like two days ago <laughs> in the best container. All right, guys. Well, since you don't have any social media shout out. I just want to thank you for coming. It's always a pleasure. Hell yeah, man. Anytime. Um, I do want to do another episode, and I would like to get into... I want to get into some more deeper subjects as far as, like, maybe pull up some impactful moments that happen, like, to humans as we were growing up. Like, sure. 9-11. Okay. You know, maybe... I want to talk more about the pandemic. Um I know there was a couple things that happened while we were in school that were big events. Explosion. Explosions. Earthquake we had recently. You know, fun fun fact on that one. Didn't even wasn't even here for it. Oh you weren't? I was in fucking Boise. Oh well. (laughs) (laughs) My house was ten miles from this the epicenter and I was in Boise. (laughs) Wow. I was uh, where I worked at the time was pretty close i think we were like i mean we're kind of by the airport yeah and uh that was fucking sketchy yeah because the equipment that we were that we use and we work on is heavy as shit so we use like two ton cranes to move stuff around and we had just recently put shit on our table our benches to work on and then the earthquake happened it was like 20 minutes earlier that could shit could have been on the crane flying around like the factory we were in was really big, dude. It felt like we were on a huge skateboard for like so. Uh, one of my coworkers almost got crushed by a tire at my. Oh company. shit! Yeah, like so we have really tall racks that we store our inventory on, 
and a lot of the upper racks were dumping pieces off, and he, he had to dive under the bottom of one rack to get wow. out of the way. He was one of our lead inventory techs. I don't think anyone lost their lives, though, right? No. That's good. No, we, we didn't have any injuries either. I mean, he just got out of the way. I mean, it was just a five-foot tire bouncing down the, right. <laughs> down the aisle. But... Well, I mean, in general, I don't think anyone died. Oh, yeah, no, nobody died. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a couple inju- injuries, but not that many. Yeah, it was... It's a scary moment. That was my first earthquake, so. I felt a couple of the aftershocks. Um, the yeah. funny thing for me was is that I was Boise for this that earthquake, and then Boise had a 6.5 when I like the day after I came down here. So it was like, I missed both of them. <laughs> it's weird, because they said that since that earthquake, there's been... 10,000 earthquakes or something yeah. stupid like that. It's a lot of large number. I wonder what it is that's out there. Just a... There, there's like seven fault lines that run through this basin. I know, but like specifically down in that uh, is it on the yeah. mountainside that is the yeah. fault. Yeah, that's no. over there, in Ma- uh, Magna. No. I was gonna say there's there's a fault line out there. I mean, there's also that huge ass copper mine that's out there too. So probably not doing a lot a lot of good for the ground. No, probably not. What are we gonna? Yeah, copper. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. I do want to shout out our sponsors again, Monarch Social. Go check them out, guys. If you are looking to progress your company, build a website, get postings done for you, make your website have better search results. You want to get on the front page of Google without paying for it? Reach out, monarchsocialbrand.com. Happiest Med, premium CBD for everyone. It's happiestmed.com. Dark Prime Collectibles, get on your magic game. DarkPrimeCollectibles.com. They have a store online. See you guys next week for the podcast, 6 p.m. Aiden is returning. That is Dick Skin. For those of you who know that story, he's coming back for a second show. That same night, there'll be another 9 o'clock episode like Ryan's tonight with Curtis Levitt. I imagine we're going to be diving into a bunch of World of Warcraft again. Curtis is always a great guest. And then Monday through Thursday, 6 to 10 p.m., I will be game streaming still. We'll get back into those spooky vibes. All right, everyone. Thank you again. Have a good one. And uh, we'll catch you around. Bye.